0: And welcome to Ring Post Radio. It is the Halloween edition of Ring Post Radio. So it's a very spooky time. I did this bit on happy hour, Scotty. Spooky! (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. The storm is a brewing, and we'll get to the storm that's a brewing that happens to be behind Scotty. Uh, But of course, I'm Ryan Nice, your
1: host, and with me, as always, is Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing? I'm doing great. It's Halloween. I don't necessarily, it's not like my favorite holiday or anything, but it's a fun time. You know, all the little, all the little children get to have a good time. Uh, there's costumes and whatnot. And you know what? I may have a couple uh, couple tricks up my sleeves tonight. We'll see what happens. I'm, you, you
0: teased me with, with tricks and treats and of that nature.
1: And I am intrigued to say the least unfortunately this is not late night ring post radio we will not have the bops and beeps and boops and whatever the hell ryan was doing with his wine we have we're back to normal timing as you can see but don't you worry it'll just be as off the hinges as possible yeah, that that we can that
0: we can assure. Uh, so you you said you're not big on Halloween. Uh, what I am also not big on Halloween. <laughs> that might be upsetting to the listeners, but like, I it's it's what about Halloween ir- irks you? For me, it's I'm not I'm not a big dresser upper. I'm not a big costume wearer. Uh, and I just there's something about that. I'm just like I'm, I I just don't really like that that part of it.
1: Yeah, I'm not big into costumes. Like I'm big time. Like if I have to go somewhere i'm gonna put the minimum effort into a costume so like you know like how people used to do like facebook and they'd like put a book on their face or something mm-hmm. stupid mm-hmm. that's still too much for me so so my costumes today spoiler alert are gonna be very minimum effort but they're gonna be worth it i promise yeah
0: you have, did you see a picture of me on a happy hour from last thursday i have not uh it is up I did dress up the entire episode.
1: <laughs> but you didn't dress up for this?
0: I on, had a, so I had a costume. Uh, I was going to get a costume. I was going to be Brandon Cutler. And then it fell through because I couldn't find the face mask thing for cheap. I was going to get it on Amazon on Tuesday, but it was like 40 bucks, And I was like, I'm not spending 40 bucks on this costume yeah, for a two-hour bit. All my
1: costumes today are just stuff I already had, but it's gonna be great yeah uh, i have two for the price of one AK, you're welcome i'll fill in for you Here
0: instead i'm gonna be a fan of of count out obviously with with this count out what a mark
1: merch. what a mark <laughs> he's marking out for his own podcast hey, network man. what a mark they are for sale <laughs> so go grab buy one, one now them. you can also buy a ring post radio sticker
0: that is if true. you're that is feeling true. crazy feeling up for it do it um all right maybe we do like a a sale where it's like you buy a shirt and you get a ring post radio sticker
1: oh maybe you know what you should play you know before we get into our first topic maybe you should play like the undertaker music Mm -hmm. or um uh you know something spooky some no maybe like something more you know like mourning or like we're mourning something oh a a funeral uh, dirge yeah not that anything you know died (laughs) I'm
0: gonna type in funeral dirge in into Google and we'll see what we get. Oh, Google's spooky <laughs> Google's spooky apparently
1: see this is this is the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're always prepared at all times.
0: uh-huh here we go you know,
1: some, some somewhere down the road, and like yo oh. <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> That was definitely the vibe I just got from that. But.
0: The, yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into the actual goddamn show. Why don't we, Scotty? Um, I would love to. And it, it wouldn't be the Halloween episode without talking about sco- spooky scary. The biggest news, obviously, um, that came out of this week is Ring of Honor seems to be um, shutting their doors for a couple months Uh, That's that's at least the um, what they're giving out to us. Um, I got the um, PR report here, Scotty, Um, throughout the pan. This is, of course, from Ring of Honor themselves, which, by the way, I found it on Twitter and not the website. (laughs)
1: I could, not, Coincidence? I
0: could not find this on the Ring of Honor you know website. You know
1: what's funny about the Twitter thing is like, they tweeted that and like two minutes later, they're like, watch Ring of Honor week by week. <laughs> I was like, that's so funny and sad. Uh, Ring of Honor tweeted
0: out that throughout the pandemic, our t- top priority was to keep everyone healthy and safe. And despite not producing any live events over 18 months, we were able to keep everyone fully contracted. We now find ourselves at a time where we need to make changes to our business operations and are planning a pivot for Ring of Honor with a new mission and strategy. The the year will culminate with a final battle in December and will be taking the first quarter of 2022 to work internally to reimagine Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor has been the most has the most dedicated fans in the industry and we appreciate the loyalty and patience as we reconceptualize Ring of Honor. We anticipate the returning we anticipate returning to live events in April for the Super, Con Hon- Super Card of Honor, the new fan-focused product, and to provide a unique experience for wrestling fans. Of course, there are more news that came out about that. Not only are they doing the final battle in December, they're also going to be doing a television taping in November, apparently. Um, don't know the dates on that. I think November was the only thing that came out about that. There are um, The bigger aspect to all of this is when it comes to... Um, The wrestlers themselves, Ring of Honor, practically released all of their wrestlers. um, Practically being that they are still expected to work the television tapings in November. They're still expected to work Final Battle in December. And they're going to be paid by Ring of Honor up until December. If they have longer contracts, they'll be paid up until March. Um, But they can basically go wherever they want right now. Uh, there are already people popping up banditos going to gcw for a few uh, i imagine the briscoes are going to stay in gcw for a few um uh who else has popped up I'm trying to remember brody
1: King's going to beyond and gcw
0: mm-hmm. tracy williams is also going to beyond um there's a bunch Still of people waiting for that up.
1: one domino to fall that i think we're all waiting for and uh, he's going to less shows now instead of more, which is very confusing. Yeah. Very intriguing. But they can show up, literally, they can
0: show up to, you know, Dynamite on Wednesday. They can show up to uh, WWE, NXT uh, on Tuesday. 2.0. 2.0, 2. 2. please. My apologies, sir. Uh, they can show up wherever as soon as they want. Obviously, you know, they're still contracted Ring of Honor, but Ring of Honor is just going to let them work, it seems like. Uh, you still have to contact through them And then there's also conflicting reports About what is happening with the video library um, Fightful at one point I believe it was someone else said that the video library Is up for grabs, up for sale uh, There are other people uh, Brian Alvarez of the Wrestling Observer Says that it is not up for sale um, I, I imagine It's kind of like WWE where it's like they're not necessarily Selling it, but if they if you give them A good enough number, they're going to be like, sure um, so if I was, you know, WWE, Tony Khan, I would be, uh, calling up, uh, Ring of Honor and seeing if they, uh, want to offload that video library. Um,
1: I mean, but uh, if I'm, if I'm Tony Khan, I'm tr- bringing the brakes truck and then some more oh, yeah. to get that because you're oh, the majority of your top stars, best years came in Ring of Honor.
0: Yeah. And not just that. Um, but you, you know, Tony Khan All is in- saying. All in, which is the bigger thing to me. <laughs> you, know what, you don't want WWE having the rights to all in. Um, but then there's also the aspect of like Ring Tony Khan saying that they want to have a uh, streaming service for AEW mm-hmm. at some point. And having the Ring of Honor video library on there is a pretty big deal for them. It uh, can sell some more uh, stuff for them. Um, but with all that news, uh, this is very dark days in professional wrestling. This is very sad news, but and obviously we're already seeing the fallout from it when it comes to wrestler bookings and whatnot. Um, so what do you, what are your take? What do you feel about all of this, Scotty? Uh,
1: it, it's very sad. You know, like, at the end of the day, Ring of Honor is a place where most of today's wrestling stars got their start. They, you know, dipped their toe there. Like you just name countless um, wrestlers, and it feels like they've all been there. Like I said with AEW, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. Yes, I'm gonna say two people because there was two different ages there. Uh, you know, CM Punk the list goes on Colt cabana jack yada, yada, yada. yeah there's so many there it's it i could go down most of the roster and i'd probably be right uh and you know it, this isn't the end of ring of honor hopefully like by all accounts it is not the end of ring of honor but it sucks it just sucks because i think we can all agree like more wrestling promotions that give people the chance to be seen is better for the business and it makes me sad because it felt like roh was finally jumping in on the forbidden door stuff they were finally you know turning that corner because they had a lot they had a dark age there in ring of honor but they didn't go out of business or anything i went to a show during that time in ring of honor Mm -hmm. um and it's one of the most fun i've ever had at a show because they still can put on a great show yeah sure maybe you weren't you know jumping for joy with the kingdom on top rather than you know the elite two years prior but for me, it's still just fun because if you go to a wrestling show and you don't think about, oh, is this going to be, you know, a five star classic match? You can always have fun. And I think that's one of the things I'm most sad about because you and me are like, we're like a month removed from talking about how Ring of Honor has really built themselves back and they've gone to this point where they have a great roster they built a woman's division that you can actually celebrate and now it's just all over like all of that's done for right now uh i know there's been rumors of they could be becoming something like a gcw all over again like they could become a super indie which you know might be best case scenario for them at this point because that way you know you don't have to have signed contracts you pay on a per uh, an agreement type deal uh your roster is interchangeable it it's just upsetting though because ring of honor it has a real fan base after almost 20 years and there's you feel for the guys like jonathan gresham and the briscoes and Jay lethal the ones that have stayed there through thick and thin and now it's all over for them right now. Yeah, it's
0: it sucks cuz as we were saying in the pre-show banter before the show started, um that Ring of Honor is a couple months away, April 2022 would have been their 20th anniversary. Um just very close to that marker and <laughs> in a weird way they're going back to their roots with their 20th anniversary. But it's not a way that we all wanted or nor did we expect. Obviously, I mean, obviously there's a lot of different things that came into play here. I mean, you know, we felt that Ring of Honor was doing good television and good, had a good roster. But obviously there aren't, they weren't selling tickets or anything like that. When they did sell tickets, they weren't selling a whole lot of them. Um, even even before the pandemic, they weren't selling a bunch. COVID obviously hurt them like like nobody else. I mean covid hurt everybody but uh because they took the moral route in protecting their employees and contractors and whatnot they got hurt the arguably the worst i mean the only other i think it was like Meltzer that said something like the only other company that's like up to like ring of honor standards and protecting their crew is like new japan and new japan put out the the um uh, reports or the financial reports Saying that they basically broke even This year or the past year So Ring of Honor was out for longer And they were paying for people the entire time And they weren't doing as And none of their TV had audiences And all of that hurt them And then on top of that You got the Sinclair part of it Where Sinclair is like Eight billion dollars in debt right now and there's they screwed themselves over, they get hacked, and they lose even more money, and now they're looking at cutting costs. And Ring of Honor, which is this uh this, you know, stuffed pig over here, needs to be it's apparently getting slaughtered. And that hurts the entire wrestling industry because you know, that's one less place you can go to. I mean you can still go there, like you said, on a day to day basis, but you know, it's not this not a contract, it's not guaranteed money, it's not pretty it's not decent money. Either. Um, you know, the top stars just, you know, working, getting decent money, just staying in Ring of Honor. Um, and like you said, now we're at a point where you have this entire roster is free. This entire roster. At a point where WWE is changing up how they hire people or who they hire. They are no longer hiring these Ring of Honor stars, it would seem like. Um, the youngest person is probably like Roxy and they might pick her up. Um,
1: I can see them pick up Roxy.
0: Yeah. Um, but. The AEW, I mean, we talk about it every time. The AEW says, hey, if people are available, I'm going to pick up people. There's no roster budget gap or cap. Um, I think
1: the only problem there is you don't want to just bring in the entire Ring of honor roster, you know? Like, yeah.
0: And, I, I, and, and they're not going to be able to. And I don't no. even know how many people they'll be even, even able to bring in
1: like to me like 5 has to be like the max for a while like, cuz they already have an overbloated roster like i don't know the last time i saw certain people on AEW and it's just that's the way it is they you know they're good at shuffling them in and out but i mean you don't want to add like all of violence unlimited all of the foundation and all of shane taylor promotions and then you only see them on dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure and, we'll see someone on dark though soon from ring of honor.
0: The ring of honor. Cause what ring of honor also was, was a place f- to see more wrestlers wrestle. And now it's like, you know, you have all of these people out there in the open. Obviously you got, pe- these are people who are experienced wrestlers, have a bunch of TV time. They know how to work in front of a television in a studio setup. They've done pay-per-view shows. They've had, you know, good to, deep, you know, decent to great wrestling matches. They aren't like, you know, I hate to say it, but they aren't like your, you know, indie person, you know, on these random bookings all over the globe. Right. You know, they're they're not like these. These are people that like, oh, they're ready to go right now. And you pick them up. And then my concern is then all the indie people that are trying to go up will get pushed back down a little bit. mm because, you know, the rosters are full. The spots are taken. This, You know, Tony Khan says that, like, Ring of Honor, you know, they don't have uh, roster caps, but you have time. You have time caps. Yeah. And unless you make another show, I don't know what you're going to do. It, it not just affects, like, the, the Ring of Honor wrestlers specifically. It affects, like, all independent wrestling. And they... In in some would say maybe that's a good thing. That means all these indie wrestlers can get even more time to hone their craft, but you know that's even more time to not make as much money as you could right now. I don't know. It's it's bad for a lot of different aspects, but I don't know. It don't know. it's it's rough.
1: It's terribly rough, and it's it's an easy assumption that. A couple wrestlers are picked up by AW. Like, oh yeah, not, a doubt. Let's not get crazy here. Like, it's going to happen. um I think I'm most interested. You know, when we just talk about the talent, not talk about Ring of Honor. Where do they go? And I think a lot of people, you know, that was instant like reaction of, let's start fantasy booking where are these wrestlers go. And uh, for me, I wanted to hesitate a little bit and wait till now. Really to think about that because you know, we pretty much just got told ring of honor could be just gone. Uh, <laughs> poof gone.
0: I know and there, you said something in the pre-show banter that was just like, well, that press release does say we plan on doing this and this is what we're going to shoot for. Yeah. And that doesn't say anything like we're coming back. It's like, we plan on coming back in April. Yeah.
1: And I, I, I listened or read some stuff that Joe cough talked about and he you know he sounded like okay we want to come back but we really just don't know right now because it was all very sudden it's hard to just be like yeah we'll we'll be back we'll be better than ever like you can't just say that uh but you know yeah y- you start thinking about where did talent go or what do the talent do there's a lot of names that have a lot of value that are leaving that roster um i think everyone you know in wrestling right now said, where the hell is Jonathan Gresham going? And, and and
0: he's conspicuous by the idea that he's cutting back his indie bookings.
1: Yeah. That's, so that's, he, either that's he's a already going to contract, <laughs> either he's got a contract, he's got a plan. Uh, to, here's the thing for me when it comes to Jonathan Gresham, I could see him not signing a solidified deal right off the bat, because I could see him being hopeful that Ring of Honor does come back, and he can still be a part of that. I could see that happen, but I could also see Jonathan Gresham, you know, sign with AEW, or uh, we, were, we were going over pre-show. Uh, he canceled the booking on November 20th and November 27th, and I don't know what other bookings he has besides those. But it wouldn't be crazy to think he could be doing something you know maybe outside the country, maybe he's already signed a contract. I'm just saying like we have there's a lot of uh different reasons you start cancelling bookings while you're while your main your main release. source of,
0: your main source of income is basically go out and do something,
1: yeah. So it makes me think he might, you know, maybe he's already locked up. Maybe he's. I'm not.
0: I'm you know, not saying this real quickly. I'm not saying we have no idea. Obviously, no. I'm just saying that Impact Turning Point is on November 20th,
1: <laughs> an indie date that Jonathan Gresham canceled. I understand that his wife's there, but come on now, <laughs> come on. now. I. I think Jordan Grace could be doing better too, by the way. I don't think, but that's beside the point. Uh, I maybe he wants to do the best of the super juniors. Maybe he wants to go to AEW. Who knows what Jonathan Gresham wants to do? But I think the number one thing is for us as fans is to just cheer on these guys and hope they yeah. find work. And like when I saw Brody King was going beyond, I was like, hell yeah, Brody King's great. I think Brody King's a guy that is going to be one of the top names to take advantage of this because I think his name was only becoming bigger and bigger with his involvement in New Japan Strong, mm-hmm. and I can only see him doing huge things. Um, and I think a lot of people are you know, ready to think AWAWAW. I think New Japan should get some credit here. I think they're going to sign a chunk as well from Ring of Honor. But that's just me.
0: Yeah, the question is for where all these guys are going. You keep, You brought up Best of Super Juniors, and I just wanted to look it up real quick. Best of Super Juniors is like in conjunction with World Tag League. I think I read somewhere that they are doing Best of Super Junior and World Tag League matches in the same night's. Instead of last year, which was one night was World Tag League, one night was Best of Super Juniors. I think they're, they're, they're doing. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. Either way, yes, they
1: are doing it at the same time.
0: Yeah. Either way, the it starts November 13th. And if you know, if Gresham or anybody else wanted to go over to New Japan and work those dates, they would be. They would have had to have flown out and be in quarantine. The two week oh, quarantine. Right. Right now.
1: Then yeah, he's probably not doing that.
0: Well, we have no idea because I don't think Gresham has worked anything else. Uh, they're
1: so. probably. I wonder if they're going to do the Super Jake Cup again.
0: They probably are. I mean, well, no, yeah, no, Gresham's not going to be in Best of Super Juniors because he's at um, New Japan Detonation on November fifteenth.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's definitely not, not in the Best of Super. He's Juniors. staying in the states. But I'm still wondering what the 20th and 27th are
0: that's just yeah that's those are just weird dates to me makes you think
1: and you got everyone's gotta remember november 13th that's full gear just just be ready like that's that's a potential spot where someone could debut i know a lot of people are talking about mr Wyndham, but you know this ring of honor stuff there's so many possibilities and at the end of the day, I think you and me can agree. Instead of, you know, just naming all these wrestlers and where they could possibly go, we just hope that they find work and they keep getting noticed because, like, for me, you know, they signed Miranda Alizé and Trisha Dora and Roxy all back to back to back. I was like, that, that that's three pillars to build a women's division around right there. So, like, I hope they find work ASAP because I think those three were great. I mean, think Think Trisha Door is you know more well known than either of the other two right now. You know um, her coverage in PWI, she's got a lot of coverage and whatnot. So you know this goes for all the talent. I just hope they find work. I hope that we as a you know as fans can see them in multiple places as well because. That's that's the beauty of, I mean, we're going to see Bandito everywhere. That man's a star. Like, that's just a guarantee. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see where Dragon Lee goes and Roosh. And, you know, Roosh doesn't have to fake an injury anymore. So, you know, there's, there's so many different ways to go here.
0: Yeah, no, there's a lot of different ways to go with this. Uh, I was thinking about whether or not, I wonder if the Ring of Honor Women's Division reboot, I'm trying to say this as objective as possible. I yeah. I liked the women's what they were doing with it, but I one could probably argue that that was a move to try to generate more money or buzz, and I wonder if they did. They definitely got buzz. I feel they definitely got buzz, but I wonder if they made any more money off of the women's division. I mean, I don't you know, know you how. You look, look at those could. ticket sales for that one show, and they weren't that great.
1: Yeah, I don't know how the women's division could. Because cause it's like that to me is like that was a
0: move to do more stuff, which I think I was a good thing to do for women's division. And then you can look at what they were doing with GCW. That was where your that forbidden door thing you're talking about. That was the thing they did after the women's division reboot is, okay, let's now introduce the forbidden door aspect. Let's mm-hmm. hitch our wagon onto GCW, who seems to be going up in the, uh, the minds of the wrestling world, which I think is the irony to me is not lost on the fact that Ring of this happens to Ring of Honor as GCW is getting the Hammerstein Ballroom, a Ring of Honor mainstay mainstay arena, which I'm not saying there's anything there. I'm just saying that that's you know you're talking about Ring of Honor being a a, the second tier American wrestling promotion, third tier that is obviously dropped significantly, and GCW is on the rise. Uh, Yeah, passing ships, passing ships.
1: I think a lot of people have you know come to agreement that GCW is what ring of honor once was yeah uh and for me gcw is a weird one because like they have their usuals but they're increasingly getting these huge major names now helping them out uh i guess i'm i'm i mean i always thought this was kind of over anyways but the new japan relationship with ring of honor clearly no longer happening uh or what I wonder if no, that... no
0: one knows what is happening. <laughs> well, I, it I looks like it looks it like AEW's has replaced them.
1: Yeah. Cause they share their talent with ring uh, with new Japan for new Japan strong a lot, but mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely seemed AEW not, not only, has replaced them, but now can have a bigger stranglehold on that relationship, which is you know probably best for them. What do you think uh, about that again?
0: Wrestling take that was out there that uh, there was like a wrestling take out there that was like, ah, AEW is the reason, Ring of Honor is all this stuff. Do, do, I mean, do you point? Are you pointing fingers at AEW? I'm pointing fingers like at Sinclair and COVID and like maybe. Five percent or ten percent of my finger pointing is aew but like i think
1: there's multiple places to actually point as to why ring of honor is where it is at it's you know at themselves it's at wwe actually for nxt because there was a time where triple h pretty much bludgeoned ring of honor with signings absolutely destroyed them Uh and without the elite this could have happened a long time ago uh you know Adam Cole was their top star he was their bona fide top star they took him Kyle O'Reilly Bobby Fish the list goes on Samoa Joe Roderick Strong Roderick Strong Mr. ROH that's literally his nickname they took him like the the list is a long one and I think NXT was just the first chip of many um of course I mean AEW without no elite that that was the i always felt that was the big blow that you know even re- even joe Coff
0: in that interview acknowledged that he thinks that they screwed up not not they did. helping out and helping i think they did read.
1: you know if they worked more with them to you know create something bigger who knows i mean they weren't going to be tony khan but they could have been the people they could have you know I mean, they could went to them before Tony Khan ever did.
0: They could have been Tony Tony Khan, but then that's the the other finger point is that Sinclair has more money than Tony Khan, yet they were like, nah, never mind.
1: Yeah, and you know, the young bucks are very loyal to Ring of Honor, but you know. Things happen. They they had to move up in the world. They they probably saw the writing on the wall. Like, it was also a
0: super sexy opportunity to start your own wrestling promotion.
1: There there's so many people to there's so many possible you know spots to blame here. But at the end of the day, I think you know Sinclair never fully embracing Ring of Honor is one of their true downfalls. Yeah. Um, they, they they bought it as content, nothing more. Nothing less. Look at the television spots. Which by the way, I have no idea. I have no idea how to watch
0: I, I watch I Ring of learned, Honor on the website.
1: I learned Ring of Honor is on the network that I work for. Now it is on at like twelve midnight on Fridays. Wow. And I was like, Oh, because I was walking by the other day. It's on at twelve midnight and it's on during the day on the second channel. Mm-hmm. And I was walking by like one of the TV like production rooms and I saw Ring of Honor on. I was like, is that Shane Taylor? What am what am I where am I? I was like, what is happening? And I stopped and I was like, oh, interesting. That is Ring of Honor. Uh so yeah, I mean Sinclair could have done so much more for Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor could be in the same breath as a lot of the top promotions right now. And at the end of the day, they didn't care enough to do that. So yeah. who's to blame here? It's Sinclair. It's not Ring of Honor. I think it's Sinclair because Ring of Honor, you know, selling to Sinclair made all the sense in the world. That was just yeah. to, you know, make them bigger, get them on TV. But at the end of the day, you know. It's frustrating. Sucks.
0: It's frustrating. I And like you said it t- uh, uh, before, uh obviously, there are a lot of wrestlers who we would love to be in different spots there are a lot of wrestlers that we think could be really good in different companies but it's just it is a matter of time you know you have all of these guys available you got all of the wwe people that were cut that are now available like your you know Strowman's not signed anywhere bronson reed's not anywhere windham rotunda is not anywhere you got all these guys available still and uh, you know who knows what else they could cut You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, these other companies, I mean, I'm not, I don't think it's related in any capacity. I do think their excuse for cutting people is bullshit because it is this company, but MLW is already cutting people. Hmm. Uh, And and Sean Ross Sapp even said that, like, Sean Ross Sapp said that the reason that they're cutting people, apparently, according to MLW, is because... um, they don't want their live shows to be as long as they are. <laughs> and so I was like, what? So they're cutting people like Jordan Oliver or the, the great man, Buku Dao, Man, Leo O'Brien. They're cutting. And
1: finally, these... Mance Warner, Mance who, Law- wrestled, who hasn't wrestled for them for like a year and a half. But Mance Warner, they Tom, were. they let
0: Tom Lawler go, apparently
1: that's yeah, a big one but but uh, but
0: also before i before i let you speak uh sean ross sap also said that mlw is already looking to hire people
1: <laughs> i think mlw is a company that like gets on my nerves consistently with everything they do we'll get to them because <laughs> like mlw is like they have good ideas and you know they have jacob fatu and i feel like jacob fatu is enough to make me watch most of the time uh And they just do things that make no sense to me, which we'll get to later. So I won't even talk about it. But I wanted to
0: bring up MLW because they're a company that I don't, they're saying it's not related. They're saying it has to do with the length of their shows, which I think you can do other things besides cutting people to fix that. Um, But they cutting, they're cutting people. They cut Jordan Oliver, some guy that, you know, got up in the GCW scene, got a little hot. They brought in and now they're cutting
1: again. Tom Waller was definitely leaving, anyways. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I agree. So. I agree.
0: But but now, according to Sean Rassap, they are apparently bringing in people. They want to bring in other people, and I'm like, oh, look at that! They cut people to make room to hire more people. I'm not saying I'm not saying that anything's connected. I'm just saying that you know I'm looking at the tea leaves here. And you know I I wouldn't be surprised if other companies do that. Look at AEW. They they're loaded. They're gonna need cut rooms. Let's be honest. You can hire as many people as you want, but you're not you can't. There's no way. There's no way you can financially do that. NWA is gonna get some of these guys, sadly. I've
1: thought about that. Impact (laughs) will get people. There's gonna come a time where Tony Khan's gonna have to, you know, be like, okay, I cannot keep, you know, all these people rostered. I can't never mind, I'm not gonna say it
0: yeah saying anyone's name is like dunking on some wrestler and be like
1: oh this person should get cut nah (laughs) screw it i'm gonna do it it. i can't keep Abaddon signed to my company anymore i asked to say it because i'm just i feel like this is a once a week thing for me now but oh my god i don't understand when i watched the other day uh this they they signed a lot of wrestlers at the beginning that they don't use anymore and they haven't released them like kip do you know kip sabian works for AEW still. I learned this the other day. I think he's injured, so that's fair.
0: Remember Lots. remember when uh Tony Khan at some point told Sonny Kiss that Fight for the Fallen was her show? <laughs> and then they and then <laughs> then Sonny Kiss wasn't on Fight for the Fallen last last time? oh
1: that's funny that you bring up sunny kiss uh you know did you see like the misha tate tweet going around this week of like i'm only on andre and hogan or something Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like watch this you know technical kobashi versus samoa joe <laughs> i said watch kenny omega versus sunny kiss <laughs> i was like sure. this is perfect for professional wrestling I would, I would say cody versus sunny kiss oh that's a, that's one too it's actually really well, good i just picked a 26 second match <laughs> where, where Kenny's just doing mm-hmm. at the end which is just amazing uh which is interesting because so, john moxley's kind of doing the same little like gimmick right now just pointing that out oh yeah um, he's turning heel I, i'll say this. yeah yeah facts uh but yeah ring of honor sad very sad
0: yeah, hopefully hopefully they return. Obviously with the new agreements that they'll have, they might be able to bring back guys, you know. I I'm you know, I'm not going to be surprised that people on the lower tier of the roster, like your Beer City Bruiser type guys, are going to be coming back or whatever. Oh, he wants to show the the logo. I wouldn't be surprised that like, you know, the lower guys, Beer City Bruiser, you know, Cheeseburger to an extent. I wouldn't be surprised if some of these people come back. Or even like even the top tier guys like a Tracy Williams, Jonathan Gresham. I wouldn't be surprised if they come back to work the dates, but that's up to them, and that is up to where, if anywhere, they sign. Um, So we'll see how everything plays out. You know, there. I'm. This is still an evolving story. I imagine there'll be more information as weeks go on. We'll see what happens with that tape library, and we'll see what happens in April. Let's go on to our next bit of stuff here. oh yeah you disappeared you're you're just ring of honor now
1: i'm back <laughs> i'm back. Uh, I'm getting rid of ring of honor now we're moving on to the rest of the show
0: moving on to the next topic nxt halloween havoc
1: oh boy <laughs> this was a show this was a show and you know i'm not gonna lie to you some of it left me like not angry which was shocking uh you know, some of it left me like, "What? what is going on? What happened? But, you know, it happens. I'm trying to get my video view back. There we are! Hey, there he is. The man's back. So, it's it's Halloween Havoc, which means it's Halloween time here. And, and it's time we get costumes going, ladies and gentlemen. So, give me a second. Oh, he's going to get a costume. You, you take the show. You start talking about Halloween Havoc. I'll get the costume.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Halloween Havoc happened last Tuesday uh oh boy i uh, just my general thoughts on the show <laughs> look if you skip all of the comedy <laughs> whoa <laughs> where did scotty go where did scotty go uh, i don't know
1: where he is i i lost up, guys <laughs> i am our truths uh Charles <laughs> <Giro>. <laughs> <laughs> welcome
0: welcome to the show john how are you doing
1: i'm doing great i'm doing
0: great uh you know um this is a big get for ring post radio i gotta say yeah yeah i mean i
1: definitely am dressed up as a halloween character i'm not i don't become john cena on the spot but you know it's a funny story i actually dressed as john cena when i was like eight really yeah look at me now look at me now still dressed as john (laughs) cena still dressed as john cena but this time i got the belt oh baby oh baby pretty big big time but yeah let's talk about halloween havoc now that you're officially in costume yeah now i'm in costume first costume of the two by the end of the show oh shit should have did the other way around (laughs) (laughs) i forgot what the first match was give me a second (laughs) you can start it off you can start it off
0: well hey uh we'll start off with the first match NXT Women's Tag Team Triple Threat Scare Way to Hell Ladder Match. What is Scotty? Alrighty. doing? If you, if you guys are not watching twitch.tv uh forward Alrighty. slash countout, you're missing
1: gold here. So the Scareway so, way to hell ladder match. That, so, so this is an uh this is an EO Shirai mask that definitely does not fit my head. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's really cool, but the whole purpose of the mask actually wasn't for Io Shirai. It's actually for the count-out MVP. So so sort of look at the shirt.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Gold, and baby. Then, do you remember who Io Shirai dated? <laughs> Evil, baby. Let's go. Yes, sir. Oh, what a show we're having here, folks. What a show. I might have broke the mask. I'm not gonna you, lie to you.
0: You're wearing that you're wearing that Eoshrai mask, the like the tiger style tiger mask style mask, like like it's a beret. You know what we I mean? We call it
1: <laughs> we call it the Queen's Quest style mask. Thank you. My apologies. My apologies, sir. See, I'll just I'll just hold it up like this, like she does Perfect. The whole time. Perfect. And then you But play. yeah, let's talk wrestling, eh? Let's talk um, about the ladder match, the
0: stairway <laughs> to hell. Gigi Dolan, JC Jane win the match defeating Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, who with the champions and of course Indi So Partwell happy about it. Ryan. And Persia
1: Pride. <laughs> this
0: match was
1: awful. <laughs> this match it sucks. Okay, hear me out. Io Shirai was really good. Everything else very bad. Io Shirai put her life on the line I think Io Shirai her. did the best with what she had
0: <laughs> You know what I mean
1: Yeah I mean they had her fight like Persia Parada And J C Jane the week before this So like yes, wow. she was already oh. She was prepared <laughs> yeah. uh, You know It makes me sad It makes me really sad Because Io Shirai is like the reason that You know I like things <laughs> I like wrestling I like women's wrestling I like Joshi And she has to wrestle Persia Parada and J.C. Jane. I'm not going to say anything about J.J. Deline. Like, I've seen Priscilla Kelly have good matches at least once or twice. So, I'm not going to say anything bad about her. But when she had the team with Zoe Stark, who's, like, so unlikable. (laughs) Like, she's just very unlikable to me. And this match did kind of suck. But it had the result that I think everyone expected. And that is toxic attraction on (laughs) top.
0: Yeah, uh, what was frustrating about this match to me is that, you know, well, yeah, there's many reasons why this they did not don't don't know how to climb ladders and they're botching spots and breaking stuff and it's just real bad. But, uh, uh, you know, the the good producer of matches would probably have this match, you know, built around Io Shirai and like maybe Gigi Dolan maybe Hartwell, but to me watching this, it felt like the match was built around Persia Parada. (laughs) Persia Parada had like several minutes of just wrecking shop and it's like Persia is not a good wrestler, folks. She's terrible. JC Jane was doing stuff in there. It's like it was built around the people that had like are not that great and not a lot of ladder experience. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing folks? Why are we building a ra- match around these people, build them around people that are, you know, it. You, the common thing in wrestling, you know, accentuate the positives. And I feel like this match accentuated the negatives. And I was very mad <laughs> and upset about it.
1: Well, it's 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 kind of funny to me cuz they literally had a ladder match the day before on Raw. That yeah. was actually. It was actually like good because you yeah. know, they had wrestlers that are competent of ladders. Uh but then that that uh, because that match
0: happened the day before out of the blue and this match was announced a week in advance. It made it like demoted this match even more.
1: You think Vince cares? You think Vince even knew? Like, I know we all like, well, Vince is clearly writing this. No, he probably just told them, hey, I want them as champions call today. Uh, here's my thoughts on the match. It stunk. Let's get Io Shirai out of NXT, out of WWE, and move on. That's all. Like I, good for Toxic Attraction. They're like the main stars of NXT 2.0 for some reason, and uh, we have to just accept that. It's because Toxic Attraction are sexy. Have you seen JC Jane walk? Listen, listen. I didn't know who JC Jane was before like a month ago, and please don't. Let's not, you know, just talk about her walk. I, was, I have no idea what you're talking you out know. <laughs> look at look
0: at watch jc jane teaming over Gigi dolan early and, and you all see i'm what's gonna do is just
1: watch her walk and it's gonna be like the weirdest thing ever i'm like what am i doing why am i just watching jc jane walk um i You're think off the rails on a crazy train
0: i did not so I'll be honest. I am talking about this match. No, no, no. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Okay. I purposely did not watch any of like the haunted house segments. I skipped through it. Or the
1: bullshit NXT party segments. Well, <laughs> I will give you the takeaway of the NXT party segments. Uh Cora Jade is gonna win a title very, very quickly. Uh I don't know, they just try to get her on TV all the time. Grayson Waller sucks. <laughs> like he's just the worst.
0: They're they're and, turning him heel by having him hit on Corey Jade and 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 uh, do doing an illegal things towards L A. Eli Drake or whatever his name.
1: L A. Yeah, Knight. He, he's just he's just being a creep. Yeah. And uh, and then Trey Cam- Baxter's gonna swoop in. Yeah, baby. And Cameron Grimes is screwed. That's that's about all I got from the party segments. Remember so,
0: remember there, when Cameron Grimes was the million dollar champion?
1: No. Joe Gacy remember when I was the WWE champion. Do you? Because I don't.
0: Joe Gacy took on Malik Blade in a squash match. How do you? We never, we have not talked about Joe Gacy at all in this program. Thoughts on Joe Gacy?
1: Better left unsaid. <laughs> I understand, like, the point of the gimmick is to, like, anger people, and it's working. Uh, I'm just waiting for the side that, like, you know, explodes because clearly we're going to get that because he has, um, you know, Snitsky with him. So <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. All <laughs> right. I'm done with Halloween. I'm done. I hate this holiday. I'm done. I'm done. We're we switching back. Two matches in, and you're already ejecting on we're uh, done. the costumes. We're done. Absolutely done. Moving on. Let's keep talking about NXT Halloween Havoc. (sighs) Joe Gacy. I can just tell you're already done with me. Oh, my God. I'm not
0: done with you. I'm done with this card. Yeah,
1: baby. (laughs) Let's go. We'll get to him. The man is here. Now the show is fixed. Roderick
0: Strong in a non-title match beat Odyssey Jones in in three minutes for some reason. I don't know. (laughs) You're constantly adjusting. If you're not watching the show live every Sunday morning with us, then uh what are you doing?
1: Sunday morning, rain is falling. Oh,
0: I feel uh, like last week was me going crazy and this week is you going crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I got my man's behind me, so we're all yeah. set. Yeah. Uh Roderick Strong, Diamond Mine, best part of NXT. Yes.
0: 2.0. I'm really enjoying Diamond Mine. I don't Except- know why I don't know why Odyssey Jones is out here and what is
1: happening with this except for this man he is the best part but then it's them I like the, I like that mind a lot odyssey Jones got squashed via knee he just lost via a knee like that was it there was no finish it was just the knee and uh, at the end of the day who cares I care man
0: I want to care I want to care about this and it's so fucking bad <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, that's amazing. I wanna care, but it's just, you know, the worst thing I watch <laughs> it's, on television. It's,
0: it's what the kids call drizzling shits. It's so
1: bad. Oh my god, it's so bright.
0: What are you are you taking place in the sun? Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> I was trying to get a light.
0: I'm gonna right, continue while you figure out what you're doing. Mandy Rose <laughs> took on Raquel Gonzalez in a Chucky's Choice treat or street fight, trick or street fight, uh for the women's title. Mandy Rose, of course, got the win here. So thoughts on Mandy Rose getting the win. Toxic Attraction holding all the gold here. Thoughts on them. Raquel Gonzalez coming out on a bike and losing. Of course, she gets gets distracted by the returning Dakota Kai. Um, I was right.
1: I was right. I called Dakota Kai being the weird uh, person uh Raquel Gonzalez sucks so as far as I'm concerned good for Mandy Rose I don't even like Mandy Rose I don't really have any opinion on Mandy Rose I understand why she's the champion I understand why toxic traction on top you know because of JC Jane's walk of course but uh you know good for Mandy I guess I mean I never thought she was gonna be NXT women's champion I always thought they would just you know eventually Vince would bite the bullet and make her Raw or SmackDown Women's Champion, so I guess we can celebrate that she's not either of those, and she's just NXT 2.0.
0: At one point in time, I was really high on Mandy Rose, mm. uh, and then she was in main roster for too long.
1: Mm. Main yeah, roster. Yeah, I mean, when you just, when you end up in a team with Dana Brooke, your career kind of
0: ends. When you just go into main roster, it just beats you a lot. It just, it just the meat grinder, the meat grinder mm. on your wrestling skills, dreams,
1: hopes, <laughs> just <laughs> everything just dies. That's what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I'm Lance Archer. Everybody dies. Um. Anyways, next up, I can tell How
1: sad you are. We had such a good conversation, in Ring of Honor. Then you're like, you get to talk Dude, about Halloween.
0: Havoc. NXT 2.0. NXT 1.0 right at you know the poppy era was at least had like a good match here and there like a, a pretty good like it was still like the booking was all over the place and it was stu- super weird and i didn't like it uh but they
1: still had like a good match on television every once in a while oh and- are we talking about um nxt 1.0 as in not like tv era is that, what we're t- is that what you're talking co- about? No, no, no. Talking I'm, talk- about?
0: I'm talking about a couple months ago, the Poppy
1: era of uh, NXT. Oh, uh, yeah. It like, definitely had a good match here or there. Yeah, it was a good
0: match. They at least had like a three, three and a half star match every week or so. I don't know what you're talking about. The main event was a great, great. but great. But like now it's like, it's Pain. worse. <laughs> it's supposed to be attracting to like kids of our age, but like, sorry, not kids manly men of our age and there's fucking they they got a guy on there that's making fun of us and Joe Gacy (laughs) they're making fun of my intelligence by having Chucky here which is fucking straight out of WCW 2000s era they got they got the own crowd booing kids just because they
1: didn't agree with a child wrestling Oh, I already got into that last week. I'm not doing this again. <laughs> no, you're, try, you're trying to work me up. I can tell. I can see it in your face. You're trying to get me there, and I will not go to that dark path again. Instead, what we will talk about is how MSK lost.
0: Okay, MSK lost their titles to Imperium in a Lumber Jack-O-Lantern match. This was a really good match. I, really, I think this, to me, this is my match of the night. I really like this match. I agree. I, even though I just said they don't have any good matches on the show anymore.
1: I thought the last two matches were good.
0: Yes. I, I, I like the last two matches. I think this was better. Uh, but obviously the big talking point out of this is that, hey, they have 1 billion people outside the ring and zero of them catch uh, Nash Carter and Marcel Bartel uh, as they do a cutter to the outside. Oh, my God. I was like, they
1: just they just let him sink right through all of them. Wow. That was pretty bad. All, MSK is great.
0: All they do in NXT now in the performance I like the problem is is like now that it, like this is what NXT is, I don't know what the Performance Center is supposed to be teaching these people. They spend hours upon hours learning how to make faces when someone kicks out of a pin, but they can't tell anyone how to catch people or do dives or do anything or like do top rope moves. Like,
1: what are we doing? What listen, are we Ryan, doing? Listen, listen. Not everyone's a genetic freak, okay? Not everyone's built different, like Braun Breaker. Not everyone is as great. You know, sometimes you have your Boas. Sometimes you have your Trick Williams. Sometimes you have your Joe Gacy's and Harlan's and but you know, yeah, you, you open up the door after all of them. And what you get, what you get is a genetic freak.
0: I feel like I feel like we got
1: a uh, some some <laughs> the impressions coming real fast, folks. Well, let me tell you, MSK versus Imperium, very good match. Imperium, very good. They're also ripped out of their minds very randomly, and uh, MSK, very sad that they just had them lose the titles after like all of that. <laughs> like they're like this was the first week they were getting cheered in like months, and they're like, "You no title, goodbye." So that was funny. I don't think. I think. I don't think this NXT. Plans.
0: I don't think NXT was expecting MSK to get cheered. I don't think they were going out there to be heels, but I don't think they were expecting to be cheered. I think their thought was like they're getting booed. Let's just turn the titles off of them, and maybe hold them out for a little bit and have some rehab for these guys, uh, and then we can have Imperium take on. Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. I think those are their names.
1: (laughs) don't, Don't remember. They're the worst. We don't talk about them. I will never give them the time of day. I do not like Josh Briggs. He does not get any of my care. NXT title match, of course, was
0: your main event. Tommaso Ciampa defending his title against Braun Breaker in 13 minutes and 50 seconds. And he does it successfully. So of course, Tommaso Ciampa, they were teasing all night. Everyone was expecting Braun Baker to win here, but they were teasing all night. Title changes galore. And then it and then it became obvious to me, oh no, Ciampa's gonna win this match. And then he did. He retained. Braun Baker Breaker is not your champion. As, a, as it, a Braun Breaker stan, how do you
1: feel? I think it did more good for Braun Breaker, actually, than anything else. Uh I think the way they had him lose you know because he's a genetic freak and he said it on the broadcast i don't think enough people were talking about this uh,
0: just name him steiner <laughs> <I know.
1: laughs> ron steiner it's it's perfect what um, you were you were like the day
0: before his debut he was called rex steiner the day of his debut he's called rex steiner and then they're like last second oh uh, no, no, no Braun Breaker. <laughs>
1: Braun was easy because like that's his name but breaker i don't know why uh i thought i still think they should have crowned him right then and there just because you know big impact boom here you go but i kind of like the story of him having to you know he's still raw i mean this was like his fifth career match
0: yeah Something maybe like I, might, like I, I
1: might be over shooting here
0: i'll look, I'll look but, it up for you but this is his fourth match ever.
1: Yeah. So like the way they had him get like Champa had to hit him with everything. He had to hit him with Willow's bell. He had to hit him with fairytale ending. He had to hit him with a DDT on the cement. He had to hit him with knee after knee, after knee just to finally put him away. And I thought it was just the great way that they did it. And at the end of the day, this is what you have to remember, Ryan, you want a friend? Get a dog! Yeah! Ooh. i That's my favorite thing ever. He is the best. He is absolutely great. I can't wait till he wins the title. Like, this is legitimately the only reason I'm watching XD 2.0 anymore is to literally watch Braunbreaker. Breaker. And he Shirai, but like, I don't want her to be there anymore. So. Who's the North American champion? Oh, Carmelo. I like Carmelo. Carmelo. Yeah. Okay. They're doing Carmelo and Johnny. So you actually might get like a match that is worth watching. What about what about Maybe. putting
0: the North American title on Braun Breaker?
1: I'd say put all the titles on <laughs> Braun Breaker. You put the women's title on Braun Breaker. You put the tag titles on Braun Breaker. You put the NXT title on Braun Breaker. You know why? Why? You know why? You know why? You why? put all the titles on Braun Breaker? kind of a genetic freak!
0: Ugh. My concern of Braun Breaker moving forward is what you know, seeing the rest of NXT. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what is Braun Breaker gonna do? <laughs> uh he's just gonna get another title match. They probably won't even like move him away from like the main event scene. They're probably gonna be like, you know what? He lost the first time, but here's what we'll do. We'll just build to a second match. Uh the WWE live him, show, yeah. <laughs> they're sending him and Champa to the UK because they realize Ron Breaker is their must see talent. I legitimately saw people on Twitter be like, oh, Ron Breaker's coming? I have to go. And I was like, that tells me all I need to know. He's over. This guy, he's over. He's four matches into his career. And he is the man. And you know why he's over? Do you know why he's over, Ryan?
0: Why is that? Because he's a genetic freak.
1: Let's go, baby. Ah, we need to move on from our next team.
0: Please.
1: <laughs> Oh, I've been trying to. Well, uh, we. What? We talked... What?
0: The problem is also with NXT the Halloween Havocs, and just do the quick business aside real quick. Is that it? Popped a rating. They're going to keep doing these shows like this.
1: No more takeovers. Yeah,
0: we didn't even talk about the LA Knight Grayson Waller vampire costume. And we're, not bits. Gonna,
1: we're not gonna. We're not gonna. we did not talk about any you know other what bits. we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about
0: anything else. But we're going to talk. We're going to talk about the things that take place inside the ring, not outside. Is that's what matters. That's what happens in Ring Post Radio. We're talking about the things that are inside the ring post. Is that something? Braun Brinker, baby. He's so massive. He's so massive. And he'll only get bigger. Anyways. I'm new, off
1: the rails today. New okay.
0: Japan Power Struggle happening yeah. this Saturday. Uh, this Saturday, there is a nine-match card here. Not doing a one-night, two-night gimmick. It's nine-match card, a bunch of stuff. Not uh, the big shows. I might just skip over the first three matches. Uh, unless not, you...
1: not the big show. Big shows.
0: Yeah. Well, well, it is evil. He's
1: back, baby. He's
0: back. Um, The
1: one true IWGP heavyweight champion, the one true double champion, the one true ace of New Japan pro wrestling, Hiroshi Tanahashi. I think you've gone full bit mode here. I think er like every. Yeah, I need to. I need to. (laughs) I need to come back. Okay. I'm ready. Let's actually uh, talk about wrestling.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll I'll just quickly go through the first three matches because I don't think either of us have any big takes <laughs> on them. Uh, there we got uh, Young Lion match, uh, Kosei Fujita <laughs> and <laughs> Ryohei. Oiwa. I don't remember which one, but one of the guys is the uh, Young Lion that like in his first match ever like broke his arm or something. Uh, I don't remember which mat which uh, Young Lion it is, but it's one of these guys. Um they're coming back soon if it's not sounds painful. Uh they're taking on Doki and Yoshinobu Yoshinobu Kanamaro, um Trios Match, Tiger Mask, Kogi Makabe and Tamaki Homa versus Gato J- Jado and Tonga Loa.
1: That's a banger. Of <laughs> like banging my head together. Master it's, Master it's, Wado Rusuke Taguchi
0: and Yuji Nagata versus Bushi, Hiroto Takahashi and Sanada. Those are the first three matches on this card, but we're moving into the match that I think Scotty is most intrigued whatsoever, and that is, of course, the never open weight six man tag team title match with Hiroki Goto, Tomo, excuse me, Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi defending their titles against Evil Show and Yujiro Takahashi.
1: It's time the jobber loses. It's time Tomohiro Ishii drops the damn It's time for New Japan to once again be evil. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to this match because <laughs> Goto, Ishii, and Yoshihashi have had a very good reign. And I think Yujiro had, uh, showed a lot in the G1. I think he showed a lot to the um, interest people uh shows very good I feel like we haven't seen show actually do anything in like a very long time. I know he wrestled like a young lion match a couple of times mm-hmm. during the G1 uh but I'm excited to see him and of course Big Papa Pump Evil over here, you know. He's our guy. He's the count on radio man. So you should be also cheering for him, Ryan. Well, uh, I'll look. This match has
0: there are some parts of this match Are going to be very good, honestly
1: Yeah, yeah, because Yoshihashi and Evil Like, they decided to put on a Great match in the G1 Yoshihashi and Evil have
0: legit, actual Good chemistry together uh, Show and Ishii Also have good chemistry together And they put have put on good matches before And Yujiro and Gota will also Be there <laughs>
1: Pretty much, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what's down too. Uh, Dick Togo will be there. Don't you forget it. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to forget about him. He will be there Who many a time. Who,
0: who gets Garotta wired in this match?
1: Ishii with his fake neck.
0: <laughs> Ishii does It'll be th- funny. He tries to do it on Ishii, but he can't find the neck. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's the exact angle they'll or, probably or, do. Or
0: or Ishi is like getting Garotta wired. And then he, like, with his neck, pulls Togo back in, like, whips him back into the ring.
1: All I need to hear at the end of this match is Kevin Kelly, in pure sadness, go, everything is evil. Because that will mean it's House of Torture time. That's who I'm picking to win. It's time to put over the heels legitimately like i know people like probably like what the hell is wrong with this guy i'm not even kidding you legitimately should crown them as champions because you just made this new subgroup in bullet club they should probably have something you know to their name
0: no i i am gonna agree with that i do think that uh evil show and Yujiro are probably gonna win here i think it's actually the right move uh especially with um in a weird way i'm saying this especially since shibata is back you can oh, yeah. you can prep shibata and goto for a tag match at wrestle kingdom and that's the rumor obviously and then ishii and yoshi it is? there's a rumor going around that's well at least the rumor is that's what people want is that they're expecting <laughs> like wrestle Kingdom to be a tag match of shibata and goto versus kenta and somebody else Whoever that may Amazing. be. Amazing. Hell yeah. I mean, I would do That's... it. I, I would do it based on how many people are injured and who I can't get into the company.
1: I'd do it based on Shibata's wrestling.
0: <laughs> That's also a good point. <laughs> uh, New Japan King of Pro Wrestling title match Toro Yano oh. versus Great Khan. Uh, I believe, I don't believe a pick has been made yet, but I know that, uh, <laughs> that Toro Yano. Uh, has been wanting a, just a straight up like amateur wrestling match, um, whereas whereas Great O'Conn wants a uh, a kiss my feet match. I believe I believe Toriano
1: is winning the poll. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you said that so like I believe. He is, but I have no idea, and I kind of hope I'm right. But at the same time, I have no idea, and I am worried at the same time. Uh, I don't care about the KOPW Cup at all. I have never seen a match that had it on the line. I never will. No, I did not watch Chase Owens versus Toriano. Thank you for asking. And I probably... Will not watch this unless they do an amateur wrestling match because I think that would be actually really good with Great Ocon and, and Yano to an extent. Well, yeah, well, that's Yano's background is yeah. an amateur wrestler. I,
0: I'm intrigued, but I have <laughs> seen, my expectations are so low. That... I am worried. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what to
1: expect in this. Kirito Khan has this amazing, amazing showing in the G1. People start to believe in him, and they say, all right, you what's, know what? What's the first match we can do
0: out of the G1 climax?
1: Him versus Yano in a kiss-my-feet match. <laughs> if I don't know. If that doesn't write checks, I don't know what does.
0: I like to imagine he pitched that as a way to, like, no one's going to vote for this. I, 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 we both want the amateur wrestling, but I have to put up something, so I'm going to put up something so dumb did,
1: and bad uh, that no one will want to watch. Great Okan's hilariously like, he's an odd one, but he's very funny.
0: What? Why Why did they do a KOPW title?
1: Why did they <laughs> make it? I'll never forget that Okada and Sonata were in the first match for it. <laughs> I just want you to remember that they had nothing with for Okada to do, and they're like, "You know what? We'll put him in this stupid match, and you know what sonata to do we'll We'll stuff him in that
0: don't forget that in k Fabe Okada's the one that invented this title <laughs> in kayfabe he made this up,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he also buried the world title just three weeks ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> iwgp junior heavyweight title match robbie eagles versus el desperado i think this match is actually going to be pretty good honestly
1: i'm oh I'm, yeah i'm excited about this one i enjoy the junior title matches i just wish they had more juniors over there um i think you know they have so many western talent ready to go whenever the world allows it that the junior division is going to be awesome in hopefully six months or so uh but this match is good this is really two of the top three in right now that are over in japan in terms of the junior heavyweights yeah can't complain. Desperado wrestles a great style. He's more of a heavyweight styled wrestler, but wrestles you know in the junior division. And I think Robbie Eagles has been really good as champion. Of course, he is a double champion now, which is weird, but that is what they went with. So yeah. I like
0: I like how he's he's a double champion with Tiger Mask, which is strange. But I also think it's hilarious because in Robbie Eagles' debut. He was in a tag match against Tiger Mask and Jushin Thunder Liger and he pinned, I think he pinned. I don't know, I don't, might have been a submission. Uh Jushin Thunder Liger in that match. So I just mm. think it's funny that he, like he took out Liger and now he's replacing
1: Liger as a tag team I miss partner. I miss, I miss Liger. I miss Liger too. Um their team name's Flying Tiger. Very creative, very smart. Very good. Love it.
0: I'm very intrigued to see how this match goes. I think Robbie Eagles is a very great wrestler. I think El Desperado is even great. Uh, even I don't know what I'm saying. Greater, greater as uh, than Eagles. Better. I'm <laughs> expecting a very solid, well worked match here. I, you know, may ha, can flirt with match of the night. Probably won't be, but can flirt with hey, it at the very least.
1: Did you know the Stardom pay per view this week? This week.
0: Yeah, I Wednesday. found out. I found out yesterday that there was a Stardom pay per view. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Can't wait. Anyways, continue. Maybe we talk about that instead of War Chamber. I mean, I'll, I can preview that. I can take over the lead for once. I I could do something of use. <laughs> he does the
0: boom. <laughs> <laughs> IWGP US Heavyweight Title Match, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kenta.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. Uh I think... Kent is gonna be serious. I th- I don't think he's gonna be the uh win by any means necessary like he was in the G1. And I think he was very enjoyable in the G1. But I think he's gonna bring it. Uh I liked their match at Wrestle Grand Slam. I think that's when they wrestled last. Yeah, I think that's when it was. Yeah, because those are the only big shows they had during the year. uh I think that match will be very good. It won't be the match of the night. I think we all know what will probably be the match of the night. But I'm very happy the U.S. title's over there. It gives more purpose to the cards.
0: Yes, especially since they they got rid of the IC title. I think having the U.S. title over in um, uh, Japan is good for the company. Uh, Obviously, they had it over in America to have that, but then they established the strong title. Um, So having it back, having the U.S. title back in Japan is a good thing. Um so Hiroshi Tanahashi I I feel like he's going to retain here. Um I keep the, I say keep the title on Tanahashi for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um I like the idea of Kenta going here. I think the match can be pretty good. You know, it's Kenta um Kenta brings it if he wants to bring it he, cuz he can't always bring it all the time. You know, this isn't Ring of Honor Kenta. Going back to our early convo, you know, mm-hmm. I, but I think it's interesting to have Tanahashi hold the title. And we can see maybe maybe they're just doing that so that they can build to a Tanahashi Moxley match for the U.S. title at Wrestle Kingdom or something. I don't know. Who the hell knows with these Wrestle Kingdoms and quarantines and all that jazz. Um, uh,
1: but Kota Ibushi's going to be back.
0: Kota Supposedly. Ibushi will be back at some point, uh, presumably right before cutting it, cutting it uh, right on right on the money there, uh, Ibushi. <laughs> We'll see what happens there. Hopefully no complications come up, of course. So I am expecting Tanahashi to win this match. I think this would be pretty yeah. good, but you know, I'm not expecting I'm not I'm 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 not expecting four stars, but at least three. I mean that's probably Yeah, I think if say. Kenta
1: goes, it can easily hit four. It's just a matter of what Kenta we get that night. Because again, like you said, it's it's hit or miss sometimes with him. Yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe like he loses and then they start attacking Tanahashi after the match. They being Bullet Club and Shibata comes back because I just I just want Shibata again on the show.
0: I was trying to see um when, did they did they wrestle last did they wrestle last year is that what it was was no. that
1: who uh, Tana and Kenta no they wrestled a few months ago.
0: No, oh, I guess I didn't watch that match. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Title Number One Contendership Briefcase Match. Even though the briefcase is not a briefcase, but rather the title itself. Wow. Uh, Kazuchika Okada uh, defending that briefcase title belt against Tamatanga. Match of the night contender. Here we go, baby. This Woo! Everyone's been bearing. Didn't go way too long. E- yeah, this match is, first of all, the match is going to go 30 minutes. Second of all, um, people have been burying this match on Twitter and saying it's going to be bad. Guys, the match was pretty good in the G1 climax. Why do we, why do we now all of a sudden be like, yeah, that match was great in the G1 climax, but it's going to be awful here? I don't understand that. Wrestling Twitter, wrestling podcasts,
1: I, I don't want to see it a second time. But it's definitely going to be fine. Yeah. Like, I think.
0: It's K- it's Kazucho Okada in like the proper Rainmaker form, and Tamatanga has been stepping up.
1: You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he just got to take his vest thing off, and he's instantly like five times better.
0: <laughs> Tamatanga is like a Dragon Ball Z character where the vest was <laughs> weighing him down. And now that he has it off, he's way better.
1: It's true. There's no lie there. Uh, I think this match will be good. I do think it will be good. And Okada's winning, by the way. Not not, not much secret there. Uh, I just love that, like, in the graphic for the show happening, they have the title. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that doesn't make that puny little world title on the bottom look terrible at all. Not at all. Because it's very funny that it's on top, because I know that's how they always do their cards. But it really makes that belt look so stupid. I like the idea.
0: <laughs> if we wanted to be the chaos promotion, yeah, Tamatanga winning,
1: <laughs> then let's just let's uh, no, just that's, explode that's, that's the not world. how chaos works. Chaos is Okada, actually, Ryan. I don't know what you're talking about. Chaos is Okada's group. Tama Tonga's in Bullet Club. Look, you know, if, ha- if House of Torture oh, is I actually know. in this
0: promotion, then Tama has got to win through Garot wire means.
1: I, I, I just wanted to tell you that you were off with the chaos idea. <laughs> just saying. IWGP
0: <laughs> World Heavyweight Title Match: Shingo <laughs> Takagi versus Zack Saber Jr. This match was very strong, very very good in the G1 climax, and they're doing obviously the repeat here. I'm not expecting Saber to win here, obviously. I don't think anyone is, but what we're expecting is a great
1: match. And I think it uh, will deliver. Match of the night. One of one of Shingo's best title defenses so far. Uh, I don't know how many he has off the top of my head. I guess there's not many. He I has the match I'll, with Okada. He has the match with Evil, which you know, <laughs> funny to think about. Uh... <laughs> He, he he won the title
0: or, you know, the vacant title against Okada.
1: Oh, just against Tanahashi. That match was great.
0: I yeah, then the match. Tanahashi match in the Tokyo Dome and then the other MetLife Dome against Evil. Oh,
1: well, this is definitely going to be one of the best of his defense. What a say.
0: great reign. Like, going Okada, Tanahashi, and then Saber. Base,
1: base God Evil. <laughs> hey,
0: excuse me. <laughs> Give some respect to Gringo Loco.
1: (laughs) I remember how angry people were after that evil match. They're like, this isn't the Shingo Takagi classic I wanted. And I was just sitting there thinking like, listen, I don't know if you know this, but not every single match needs to be this work rate class. Okay. But at the same time, if evil ever, you know, wanted to stop with the heel stuff for like five minutes, they would actually have a great match. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think
0: they could have a solid match. But otherwise, Zack Sabre Jr. Shingo. I think this is gonna be a very good classic match. I'm expecting, you know, to throw stars of this match. I think this match will be very good. They have good chemistry together. And I think Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, like, you're right. I think it's going to be a money match here. I, I think Zack Sabre Jr. putting on a lot of muscle recently, and I'm really loving it. I was not expecting it. I was quite surprised. He took off that that tracksuit, and then it's like, whoa, baby, <laughs> whoa, hold on. Yeah, when
1: he did that, I was like, holy shit, this guy's swole as hell. What he happened? Uh, and, I uh, think,
0: and I think that muscle only lends itself to an even better match against Shingo.
1: Against I would love a Zack Shingo. Sabre Jr. IWGP world title rating. Right? Oh, it's not yes. happening now. It'll, I don't think it'll ever happen, honestly. Probably won't ever happen. But I love one. Like I think he's in like complete form now as a wrestler. I think he's combined um, his submissions and his technical work with some like very good striking. Um, and I think he would be a great champion down the line if they ever wanted to do that. Who knows? They made Austin champion in, like two days. Like it, it happened in like seconds. Felt like. Uh, so you never know um you know well this will be the third uh world title match within the past like you know month Mm -hmm. all different world titles though just remember that osprey's defended his okada's defending his and then Shingo finally gets to defend his so the real question at the end of the day is will will okada be holding all three at the end of wrestle kingdom
0: (laughs) triple gold dash Get into Except it. Except they're
1: all the, ti- the same title, and they all count as the same thing, and it's very confusing. <laughs> and I everyone's know. ignoring the IC title. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because I brought the old one back, and everyone's like, well, that's good enough. <laughs>
0: and and naito's like whoa hold on what about that what about the ic title (laughs) abushi abushi is like hey hold on guys what about that ic title i thought i I like that shinsuke nakamura comes back to me like whoa hold on what am i I supposed to do here
1: where is my belt (laughs) what
0: happened (laughs) what what happened when i was gone i I leave for two i I leave for two minutes and and my kids are out of control
1: i go to surf for five years (laughs) and you get rid of my belt (laughs)
0: oh man i think this match is gonna be good um i don't know what's gonna happen at wrestle kingdom we'll find
1: out in a couple months i guess yeah you know what the show really peaked when we talked about ring of honor that was the real conversation everything else it's halloween if you want to talk about shows peaking let's talk about well do we hold on
0: Are we doing are we calling on all of them to do startup or do you want to talk about a MLW pay-per-view that no one can
1: watch? Well, we have 30 minutes left, so we can do both. Okay. So, we'll, we'll do MLW first cuz MLW is mid cuz it's going to be mostly us.
0: Cuz we're never
1: going to see it.
0: It's just going to be so MLW this Saturday uh for those in the Philadelphia area only are doing the yeah. War Chamber show. Uh, It is all going to be taped for Fusion, and I was so confused. What? So it it appears that the Vice Television deal is nothing. There's no television deal with Vice. They uh, only have their YouTube deal. They could not get any sort of television deal, and that just caused even more confusion. And they don't have. They're not for whatever reason. They're not doing the show live
1: on Fight. Is it because Fightland did terrible? Yes, probably. Yeah. which like if you think about it, it makes all the sense in the world you're putting a wrestling show on about people that like only hardcore wrestling fans know at 10 p.m after dark side of the ring yeah I'm, w- I'm wondering why it didn't work out
0: but we got a card here for a show that uh no one can watch live <laughs> um because for whatever reason they only do the tickets and they're not gonna i don't understand i don't understand they're model whatsoever why not have it live on fight why I don't not know how they haven't figured out let's be on fight why they would get more money probably on fight than watching it on youtube
1: yeah yeah 100 percent. actually they definitely would get more money because i would think so think about it people would buy the pay-per-view people would buy to watch this people like mlw but, oh my god, what a difficult promotion. I think people like MLW, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> that's one. Uh, your I, people. I enjoy like half of
0: MLW, and then there's like other stuff that I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing, MLW? <laughs>
1: uh, what let's, go just, loco, baby.
0: let's just quickly go through this show. Uh, scheduled to appear, by the way. This is a TV taping as well. So they have all this stuff that's going to be on YouTube eventually, and then they'll have other matches that will feature the likes of... Davey Richards, King nice. King Muertes, um, Los Parks, Savio Vega, uh, 5150, King Mo, Sea Stars. Well, Sea Stars actually have the match announced, but I forget who they're facing. Oh, Sea Stars, nice. Uh yeah, let me see if I can look into what that they, they have like a legit actual match announced already. I think it's Sea Stars. Uh no, I don't remember. I'll look it up. Um <laughs> Um, and then who else is it going to be? The Warhorse will be there. Um, Casey Navarro, Alicia Atute. Uh, so we got some matches here for you. Sea Stars Jeez. will be taking on Top Dogs. Who are who? they? Great question.
1: Oh, no. I Dave... thought you knew. Wait a minute. Is that Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode? No. They oh, are. Sorry, that's the dirty dogs. Davian and
0: Skylar. Skylar.
1: I think Davian's good. I don't think, I also don't think we're saying her name right.
0: I don't know, man. Davine, Davian? <laughs> Davian. I don't know, man. I, mean, what? I don't know. <laughs>
1: this is what happens when we talk about MLW. Oh, my God.
0: Opera Cup semifinals TJP versus Calvin Tankman. I love me some Calvin Tankman. You had that great match with Lee Moriarty a couple weeks ago?
1: United Empire member TJP. Just. Yeah. Don't forget that. Osprey's uh, coming in. TJP's already there. Yeah, Osprey's one match will probably be a tag match with TJP. It's uh, <laughs> uh, probably correct. I hope Calvin Tankman wins.
0: Um, I think he is going to. I I, I expect he will. Uh, I'd I push,
1: push him to the moon.
0: Yeah, I would push him to the moon as well. I think Cal- Calvin, Ta- now that Jacob Fatu is out of the... Or in, well, kind of in the rear view mirror uh, in a little bit. Um, I think you can throw Tinkman up there. I think he's ready. They they don't have like a mid, I guess the mid card title is the Caribbean Championship, but they have the MLW middleweight title. Can you name name the champion? Oh, it's Tajiri. Yeah. All right.
1: That's really They also have the one that Hammerstone has. Oh, the yeah, and he gave field. that
0: up, and he gave that yeah. up.
1: Yeah, and you can put, Tankin
0: can help the national. I think that'd be good. Speaking about guys coming in, Enzo!
1: <laughs> will be taken on... I forgot! We take on? My name is Enzo Amore, and I am a certified jeep and a bonafide stunt. And you can't teach that. And this right here, This is Ryan Knightsey, and he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. (laughs) Baraboo, guys in the room, how you do?
0: Versus Matt Cross.
1: (laughs) I hope Enzo squashes him. (laughs) I hope Enzo squashes him. It's about time. Enzo Amore is back in wrestling. <laughs> Enzo, Back in wrestling to piss everyone off. I, what the? Oh my god! I got so animated, my camera just got sent. Holy crap!
0: I didn't even though I wasn't on the screen, do you want to know? What, do you want to know what the last Enzo match I watched was? <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: I don't think I do. But yes, what is it?
0: Enzo, this happened in New Wrestling. Remember New?
1: Oh yeah. This was That's...
0: this year. En- oh, this year you watched an Enzo match. It was this was Enzo versus Jerry Lawler in a casket match. Oh my! The match was like five minutes long, and Jerry Lawler did not bump
1: once, and Enzo lost. I think the last Enzo match that I watched was whatever he did with the cruiserweight title. Fair, fair, Aramis. Oh.
0: Taking on oh. a Are- what? Do you have an actual thought about this? <laughs>
1: I'm picking Enzo to win.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Aramis will be taking on a res, where the winner uh, yeah. will be getting a briefcase full of cash. Aramis is awesome. Arez, oh, I, is love, like a, I
1: love a res too, yeah. This is Dario's like thing. Yeah. Which they kind of forgotten. Which I think everyone else forgot. Like no, everyone got wicked stuff. hyped and then they were like all right, we're done running shows for like five months. <laughs> and now it's coming back. Army's great. Erez is great. This match is probably going to be very fun. They
0: had a match before in MLW, I think it was Alpha 1 or whatever, and it was pretty good. But, you know, have, an, have the match take place with like uh, some sort of stipulation, not stipulation, but, you know, they're fighting for something that makes gives the max, gives the match more stakes. So I'm at the very least intrigued about what will happen here. Um, Willow Nightingale will be taking on Holiday, um Ooh. in a one-on-one match. Willow Nightingale has <laughs> watched MLW Fusion <laughs> the last episode, and and by the way, we still have the go home episode for MLW Fusion this Wednesday. Alpha. But-
1: fusion alpha My, They
0: changed the name for no fucking reason um apparently they're doing a thing like a storyline where willow has some sort of relationship or something not like relationship but like some sort of thing with dario Cueto. because willow apparently has dario Cueto's on speed dial it's <laughs> like what what are they
1: doing
0: with willow <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was so confused. It makes sense if it was hollow dead, but it was like Willow has Dario Quato's number on
1: speed dial or something. Oh, man. <laughs> this promotion. This is Ring Post Radio Alpha moving
0: forward.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my takeaway on the match. Yeah, when we,
0: when we reach, what, 80 episodes, we become Ring Post Radio Alpha. Yeah. Homicide being brought in. Uh, This is actually announced before the Ring of Honor news, but Homicide Gang coming in uh, against L.A. Park.
1: Holy shit. Do you remember when Homicide showed up in AEW and then never showed up again? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they didn't even have him on Dark or anything. <laughs> you no, know, his entrance music just went off. He showed up, helped Eddie and John, and left. And it was all to hype a match that was happening at the same time. It
0: was It was hyping of a match that happened hours before.
1: <laughs> oh my god what is wrestling nowadays what is the match what are we talking
0: about homicide versus la park the la park
1: oh god wcw la park this is there like a stip? no <laughs> oh jesus uh, up.
0: it could be fun it could be interesting i don't i'm not expecting greatness out of here but it's a match that's like you know your. Nowadays when people say dream match, they really just mean I hit randomizer on Fire Pro Wrestling and this is what I got.
1: Yeah. People like to toss dream match and goat around like it's nobody business, like AK Impact called Mickey James the goat. Uh, you know, and Dream Match, this is not a dream match. This is like this is like a match. This is this is what this is. This it's is a, ma- a match this is a match I never thought about ever. <laughs> so well that's a guarantee. So there's no way you dreamt it. Uh yeah, sure. Uh, homicide, I'm going to pick. Ladder match
0: for the Open Weight Championship, the National Open Weight Championship up for grabs. Interesting match here. So, we're going to have a new champion coming out of this. So, I want to get your thoughts here Alex Shelley. Oh, hell yeah. Myron Reed. Oh, hell yeah. Alex Kane. Oh, hell yeah. Zenshi. Oh. And a mystery wildcard.
1: Ooh. Mystery wild card. Hmm. Very intriguing.
0: I don't know if Well
1: they... the first three got me amped. Yeah. And then Zenshi, I don't even well, know who that is.
0: Zenshi, he's like a masked luchador kind of guy, so he's gonna ah, do some he's fun. gonna do some cool spots probably. He cool. uh I, I wanna say at one point MLW did a show that was during the pandemic that was called Filthy Island. That uh it was just like a, a show yeah. that happened in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and she had a match against, I think Dominic Garini. And Zenshi started the match out uh, hiding in the tree above the ring. Dominic was like, "Where's Zenshi? And Zenshi just jumped out of the ri- out of the tree, <laughs> did a cross body on him. It was hilarious.
1: MLW is a weird promotion. It's yeah. very weird.
0: Uh, do, you, do you have any thoughts about who will win this, or hmm. who do you
1: think the wild card will be? I get some thoughts. Uh, Myron Reed is very good. Uh, I watched Mystery Vortex Seven, uh, oh, really? PWG show, <laughs> and you got a, you got that on, you got that in time. You got that Blu Ray. Wait, wait, nudge, Dudge. Him, him, and Trey Miguel versus Aramis and Ray Horace was great. Mm-hmm. So definitely watch that. Uh, but Myron Reed's awesome. I like Myron Reed a lot. Happy's moving up. In the world of MLW, he used to uh, really just be the middleweight, but now he's moving up to the national openweight title. I don't think he wins here. I uh, love Alex Shelley. I love this dude. I, I'm i very upset that him and Chris Saban are just separated, um, but I'm happy Shelley's doing things because Saban's stuck at impact while Shelley's, you know, making the most out of this, you know, seemingly – instant comeback to wrestling you know he had to go away from impact for all that time and now he has turned it into a lot of great bookings yeah and alex kane's awesome so i love that i love me some alex
0: kane alex shelley um uh i believe he said it stated somewhere that he doesn't want to sign a contract so that's why he's a bunch of doing like all these individual agreements and whatnot Give um, me a
1: machine. I just want a same machine guns versus Young Bucks match.
0: Give me, give All me, give me an Alex Shelley versus Sammy Guevara TNT title match.
1: Ooh, yes. Oh, you know what? You should also give. You know, you know, Alex Shelley versus Brian Danielson. Yeah, why not? Let's do it on dark. Brian Danielson versus everyone
0: on, on on dark elevation. Um, How dare you! Do you? I, I feel like with the wild card. It could be anybody. Like it could be a guy from Ring of Honor. It could be like some indie Gringo star. Oh it could be Loco.
1: It, It's gonna, it's gonna. Uh, it could be War Horse. It could be just War Horse straight up. It won't be Ward Low. I can tell you that. It's uh,
0: Braun Strowman. Oh my god! <laughs> all he does, he walks in the ring and then he just stands. Well, let me
1: up let me, me give you a little guess. Alex Dane.
0: Mm, okay
1: i'm just gonna pick him as the mystery guy every single time until he stops being the mystery guy every single time i feel like he just shows up in every promotion now so i feel like alex zane could be good in a ladder match
0: yeah oh yeah totally um anyways and your main event of course on this show that no one can watch until it happens on youtube at some (laughs) point your war chamber match you got contra i thought they used to be called contra unit but this graphic from the website just says contra it is the contra team is Jacob Fatu, Mads Kruger, um, and then the two other guys I forget their name. Awesome. <laughs> it's
1: it's awesome.
0: it's Joseph Samael and uh another dude that I don't
1: know <laughs> what his name is. You're supposed to be the MLW historian here, and you person? are. I have one job. On this podcast, besides the Bit Meister, and it's to be the under the uh, expert of everything else that's not MLW. So, you know, Ryan, you're upsetting me that you still have <laughs> not figured out this guy's name. I'm trying to give you time. Uh, no, uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it.
0: I'm like I'm a like, Cage Matches all time roster, and I'm just. Uh, he's like, he's, um, he's, uh, who the hell is this person? (laughs) Who are you? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't even say on Quang. Is it Quang? No, that's, no, that's, no, that's Savio (laughs) Vega. It's, Um, Uh, it's it's something, it's (laughs) (laughs) whatever, whatever. It's them. Against in a war chamber match, which is just war games, Alex Hammerstone, EJ and Duca, and two other people. It was supposed to be Richard Holiday, but they he's injured, invisible man style. They messed up his face or whatever. So it's supposed to be Richard Holiday. He's out of the match. So Hammerstone was, was supposed to find a fourth guy, but now he has to find two other guys to be in this match with him, and, and EJ and Duca.
1: captivating
0: we so the top two matches on this card have three unknown participants
1: that's the way to do it yeah you bring a little excitement in it would be really good if you know we could watch the show live uh but we can't so we'll all know ahead of time who these mystery people are um but hey good for philadelphia
0: yeah good for whoever shows up contra should win by the way if they're moving moving on out of Contra, then I can see them not winning.
1: But why would you have a team that has two mystery people beat Contra?
0: Because you can make an argument, the storyline being that like Contra wasn't ready for the Briscoes.
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. Imagine, it could be the Briscoes. I mean, that'd be weird. If I, if I was MLW,
0: I would bring in a tag team. Now that you have two people out, I would straight up bring in a tag team. Why not? You know, mm. I don't I don't see who, I don't, I have no idea who the Oh oh no. What is OGK doing in
1: the war chamber?
0: <laughs> like like, you know,
1: I uh, Oh no. What is Brian Johnson doing? Danhausen and PC. Oh no, you know what? It's Bear City Bruiser and Brian Malonis.
0: Yeah, why not? That would be a weird in a war chamber match. That'd be weird.
1: Yeah, or, or uh or eli isom let's get eli isom in there no
0: nah dude let's get con and moses in there Uh, that'd actually be sick (laughs)
1: that'd actually be kind of sick uh but yeah i I don't know (laughs) (laughs) you know what for now on we're not talking about mlw until they give us content to talk about like i'm not gonna see this i'm not gonna see any of this for like a month at least And we're not even going to talk about it, ever. So that's like the annoying part. Usually when we preview these things, we also review them. We're not going to review this. No, what's
0: what's great about this is that we just preview the next several weeks of Fusion Alpha. (laughs)
1: It's true. Now we're going to start previewing Monday Night Raw ladies and gentlemen uh, So we're going, to, we're going to preview it off of what? One match? Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair For the Raw Women's Championship Thank you very much
0: Let's preview tomorrow's episode of Raw One match yeah. We're going to preview Dynamite Where it has all the matches announced We're forever. actually going
1: to preview Monday Night Raw Alpha <laughs> That's so Or dumb. Dynamite Alpha rampage alpha ever think about that <laughs> i, I all right, i'm I, previewing stardom Get
0: out of here. I'm, I'm getting the show up i already uh, got it up i'm perfect. previewing it
1: i am on my mark
0: well, all right do you want me do you want me, to, do you want me to do you want to text it to me or uh message to me and i can run it through run it to you and then you can give the, the thoughts and everything oh uh,
1: yeah that would make sense because <laughs> what uh, am i gonna do you're just gonna talk for 30 minutes <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, that's pretty. I mean, I tried to give my thoughts on MLW. Don't, you know, that's your promotion and this is my promotion. I thought you watched MLW. I watched the occasional match. It's not my fault that they don't show everything. I sent you the link. Uh, Where'd you send it to me? On the Twitter. On Twitter, here we go. People are gonna listen to this podcast and just be like, What happened? (laughs) And my definition, hear me out here, is that we lost it. We lost our (laughs) Our entire gorge. We talked, the beginning was so good. We peaked right after Ring of Honor. Look, because it was Ring of Honor and then like a bunch of dumb bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, it was Halloween Havoc where I dressed up and we talked about JC Jane's walk.
0: stardom is having their kawasaki super wars show this november 3rd which is listen, listen super Wen- wars wednesday? is a great
1: name it's wednesday yeah um,
0: i'm gonna be very tired so get hyped folks i'm gonna start from the bottom and work my way up this is yeah that's all, how the card goes this is completely in japanese this website of course so i just,
1: oh you can english shit oh.
0: <laughs> safari did not give me the option probably
1: safari google chrome instantly puts on english this is why i was gonna read it
0: okay well then we'll we'll start from the bottom here i
1: know all the wrestlers based off what they look like
0: yeah yeah we'll start from the bottom here we got um two ladies i have no clue who i'm doing from both from cosmic angels
1: (laughs) all right so this match is a pre-show match. We'll probably never see it. Probably don't want to see it because they're both bad. My Sakurai versus Waka Tsukuyama. Uh They're both Cosmic Angels. Waka's probably going to win because uh My's only wins against Waka. So let's just do it against each other. Uh, and yes, they're both in the Cosmic Angels. Anyways, moving on because we're not talking about the pre-show match. I'm not even going to let you say anything because you don't even know who they were. Ruwaka. Ru- Ruaka, I think? Yes. Taking on Lady C. Hell yeah. Four future of Stardom championship yeah there's a title on the line baby Uh, because ruaka squished unagi last show and uh won the belt so that was great uh lady c's not winning yeah lady c's not winning here right lady c does have a win though yes yes but she's not winning it'd be great if lady c won because you know this is a lady c um pro pro lady c podcast but yeah she's not winning don't 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 push that. Don't push that on me. <laughs> no, no, it's a pro lady C podcast. If you it listen, listen, listen. We have talked about Enzo. <laughs> we have talked about JC Jane's walk. We have talked about evil. We have, ta- we have talked about so many things to bring us off the rails. And for some reason, what you stop at. Is being a pro lady. I, I push back on that. <laughs> the one thing I push back on. I think. I think we have to figure out our uh, <laughs> priorities. Yeah.
0: Uh, four way match here. We got uh, who is this? We got Mika Saya Kamatani, uh, Konami, and Mina Shirakawa. So of course, yeah. Mina is gonna win
1: here. No, Mika's probably gonna win. Yeah, Mika should win. Mika has uh the World of Stardom title match. At Tokyo Super Wars at the end of November, and it makes the most sense. Of does she course, have a
0: challenge? Does she have a? Is she the challenger?
1: To remember she is the challenger for whoever wins yeah. the main event. So she is the challenger for Utami. Uh, and there's no guarantee Konami's in this. So she, um, she got sick, or she, yeah, she had a acute something, which was like a stomach thing, a mm-hmm. digestive thing and uh she was supposed to come back this past weekend but she had a setback so that's not happening uh so we, there's no word if she will actually be able to be in this match um but either way Mina Shirakawa is getting pinned so potentially a replacement or potentially just
0: making just, a three way they'll probably just take her out yeah i mean they're doing they're it doing it was originally a three way oh i see interesting Oh uh, well, then we'll see what happens with that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the high speed title, we got Starlight Kid defending against Momo Watanabe.
1: Yeah. So the basis of this match is that Starlight Kid called Momo shit, and because Momo did not want it, Momo, literally said, "I do not want your shitty title. <laughs> I do not want the high speed title. I there's no part of it." And it's funny because they did a pre match tape where Momo's like, "No, you know, Zumi, Zumi is Queen's Quests." high speed wrestler so i wouldn't want to challenge for it and then literally like 20 minutes later after the match momo just shit on the title she's like i am gonna win it and i'm gonna give it back to you because i don't want it and i was like wow that that was like an attack on your own tag team partner at the same time that being said Starlight kid's probably gonna win because she just won the title but should be a very good match
0: um we got a tag match here with Jeff <laughs> yama and of course
1: saki kashima saki Rena and hannon you're welcome I <laughs> thank you, you. <laughs> uh this is actually a tag league match this counts it's part of tag league uh you know water and oil which is Rena and hannon even though they are sisters very funny yeah uh they don't get along and three of the four People in this match are Oerotai so that's also interesting. Um, yeah, Fuki Gin and Saki are gonna win. hmm Yeah, I would imagine so. I imagine they'll just
0: turn all <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone will just turn against
1: poor Hannon. Poor Hannon, thank you.
0: Um, we have another match here. Is this match also for uh Tag League? No,
1: because Mayu is not with Kogoma and Tag League.
0: Oh yes, 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 yes. Uh but we have Mayu and Kogoma here. And then of course they are gonna be taking on the team of
1: Jamaica and Natsupo. Thank you. It's I have funny because had... the match is called a tag league special, but it is not a tag league match. <laughs> Sometimes stardom just does things that is like, What what? What <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they do now they do that a lot actually. Um, the team that's in tag league is going to win. So Jamaica <laughs> and Natsupo are going to win. But it should be a very good match because Koguma is, you know, awesome and, I mean, Mayu.
0: Mayu is Mayu. Uh, for the SWA <laughs> title, and uh, I would presume... The right to challenge. Yeah, presume the right to challenge. Uh, we have, of course, Azame challenging here uh, against uh, Shiri. Yeah, uh,
1: they've had two great matches this year. And why not a third this is the biggest match of azumi's career um which is you know kind of big time she's fighting stardom's wrestler of the year stardom's you know non-world champion without but kind of she's felt like the world champion also because she just doesn't lose uh should be a great match but of course shuri is winning unless you know they want to do azumi versus utami hayashida in the sumo hall because why not that would be wild
0: they could do that but if obvious the money match we all know what it is so i don't yeah, know why well, you would do
1: sumo, that. sumo hall is like selling at an incredible rate right now i think it's probably because of the main event everyone expects <laughs> so yeah i don't think they're gonna be changing that
0: for a Zoomie, the only thing that's like announced for the show it's probably well, well, announced quote unquote well
1: yeah it's funny because like sherry sherry's pretty much just announced for the show but everyone's like yeah well i mean come on come come what what are we really gonna do (laughs) uh yeah but now we have to talk about this match and this is pain unagi challenging (laughs) the kano for
0: the white belt here
1: yeah yeah it's happening uh unagi lost the future of stardom title to ruwaka at the last show and now she's challenging Oh, wait. No. This. Yeah. Yeah. Because she beat Tam in the G uh, not the G1, the <laughs> the five star. She beat her in the five star. So she gets the match. Uh, Tam's winning. If Tam loses, there might be a riot on Twitter. You might have to run away. Um, it's going to it might be terrifying for the world.
0: I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, we talked about it when uh, Unagi lost the future of starting title that this that felt like what they were doing was elevating her and i think this match is just an elevation match it's not mm-hmm. going to be a title change whatsoever
1: yeah i mean she's gonna win one of the top two titles within the next two years they just love her yeah. um and she's you know good ambassador for them she makes a lot of people like her especially in japan and i think at the end of the day japanese promotions should book for japanese fans and no one more i mean you're gonna like it you're gonna hate it but at the end of the day that's who's going to the shows so that makes the most sense and i hope people get that through their mind this match can be good i mean if tam just like takes liberties and absolutely demolishes unagi and then unagi has her comeback and you know it can be good um we'll see we'll see
0: they're they're uh faction partners presumably friends, so I you know we talked about it during the five star when Tam is into the match, Tam can deliver, so I'm expecting that Tam would be into this match and that she would yeah, deliver.
1: yeah it's a big show, it's a big title match. she's usually on for those,
0: yeah for the red belt here for the world of start and title uh we have Utami defending against Suzuki, I can imagine Scotty, you are you are ready. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So the, so I'm excited because just, you know, there comes a time where you know, who's winning, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like for me, it doesn't matter. I think for a lot of people, it does matter. Like a lot of people are upset that Herzuki, you know, is kind of just, you know, getting fed to the dogs right off the bat. But to me, it's the ultimate sign of her having to prove herself. It's the ultimate sign of showing that she's fully back. And there is no opponent in stardom right now bigger than Utami. And it's for the world title. Um, I expect it to be a great match. Uh, Their whole emphasis on making Utami the dominant champion now is very interesting. They they did in the Takumi Aroha match. Yeah. And that's not her style. I think she's always been better, you know, fighting back. But clearly they want Shuri to be more of an underdog. Heading into theirs,
0: yeah, and you can easily tell that story with the length of Utami's reign so far. I mean, you can say length of
1: the reign, yeah, and she's just she just has this aura about her that it works, yeah. Um, her jacket now looks exactly like Okada's, it's actually very funny, um, because that's their entire goal is to make her Okada, yeah, um, for them, which it's a good business plan, it's not a bad idea, it's working. (laughs) It, it it's working. Pete, I mean, I don't, it, if it works, it works. It, it, exactly. She is everything they hope for, and uh, I think her match with Suzuki will be great. And I look forward to when we, you know, talk about that sumo hall match because I feel like a lot of people think it's like a guarantee of who wins. But um, Utami's goal is to break Io Shirai's defense record. Yeah, and I. Definitely could see that happening, and she'd have to beat Shuri for that to happen. So we'll have to see.
0: Uh, we have a YouTube comment, Matthew Burrell, Utami number one, number two, and number three. Am I right, Matthew? Can I give some clarification on that one?
1: Are you saying she's just the best in stardom three times? Like, I think that's that's what Matthew (laughs) said. Like, Utami's the top three, and then it's everyone else. I mean, don't. Don't get me wrong. I love the comment. Uh,
0: I think I think that's what Matthew's saying. Matthew, if, yeah. we're, if, we're, if we're getting that right, or or if we're not, clarify. But I think he's saying that Utami is the best in the promotion right now. Which I mean, it, I mean, I, I would put Shuri would probably follow up her. I would say, but yeah, Utami is one of the best right now. And to go back on what you said about Hazuki, I think it's putting Hazuki in this match now is also one of those things. um where they they're not they're not planning on putting the title on hazuki so it's like well let's just do the match so that we can then bring hazuki back down
1: yeah. uh oh no Hazuki's gonna win the white belt eventually that's yeah, so. that's going to happen
0: uh matthew burrell on youtube writes uh apparently he wrote had a previous post but no we did not give oh. it <laughs> our restream did not give us that post which now that concerns me with how many times restream doesn't give us a post oh, uh good. Uh, Matthew asks: Now that we're ten months into the year, who do you guys think are the top three finish it, finishers in Wrestler of the Year uh, in the Observer Observer Awards? Ooh,
1: that's a good question, Matt. Ah, uh, in hmm. the Observer Awards because the Observer Awards are very different from you know my own personal awards. You got to think of what because Observer Awards are voted on. because uh, they're,
0: they're not. We're not just talking about. Um, uh, match quality as well, which obviously is a huge thing, but we're also talking about like ticket sales, how they do for the promotion, all that jazz.
1: Uh Kenny Omega. Shingo, And uh, You could you make an argument through Tommy, honestly.
0: Now I mean we we were talking I, about I her, but hold
1: on, could you make an argument? Personally I could. I, I'm I'm think, I think I think Dave would make her.
0: I think Dave would make an argument for her. Dave's would, been enjoying her honestly.
1: I, yeah I, I think Dave would do it. I mean, those would be my top three. That I feel like it's instant. I mean, those are the top three world champions right now in wrestling, in my opinion. Uh, I mean, those that that would be my top three. I could see... Because Starm's, Starm's business has been doing really well, especially considering the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, yeah, they're one of the highest growing promotions in wrestling behind probably just AEW in terms of popularity the Shuri, which, i mean
0: the Shuri match did, did outstanding numbers for stardom um yeah. and Tommy is obviously part of that they're planning I, on doing another huge ass show at the end of the year that's i live and die
1: by that that match was their uh kenny okada match yeah in in yeah. like different terms yeah. uh i think what they need eventually not yet is something like Kenny Jericho you know I, and Kenny Jericho for them would be like Utami yoshirai like that that to me would be the closest thing for Jericho is a different case because Jericho is known through generations and whatnot sure but I think Yoshirai is someone that people have become have become accustomed to here in the west that that match instantly massive don't get me wrong but I think that would be, you know, their next big match. But I like that question a lot. I think Kenny, Shingo, and Otami would probably be a reasonable top three. Um, if we went off base, you know, my personal opinions, I'd try to, you know, get Shuri in there, yeah. uh, maybe even over Otami. But when, when, it I, comes to what done.
0: when I think of, like, rest of the year, especially for the Observer Awards, I think yeah. about – the first thing I think about is who is – the top person and not just, and obviously, you know, we're not just talking about who has the title. Typically, that's right. what it means because typically most wrestling promotions have the top guy holding the title. Mm-hmm. But to me, I think about who is the best for each promotion and I would argue Utami, Omega, Shingo, Roman. Um, that's probably it. Those, yeah, are, those it. are definitely, I think, your contenders for wrestler of the year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think
0: maybe, 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 maybe Lashley, but I don't think I don't I would have I to look would I would have I I have, look at how his ticket sales and everything were when he, when he was champ.
1: I mean, yeah, I think those are the only ones I'll be in contention. And yeah. I think Kenny will probably win it because, you know, he's just the most popular right now out of all of them too, which yeah. does have a, that's, you know, part of it. Who's popular, who has the popularity, uh, you know when it comes to the you know, non non world champions, Brian Danielson's going to get his name in there by the end of the year. It's a guarantee.
0: Yeah, but I don't think he'll win wrestler of the he Year just win. because of the the pre the
1: pre five months off.
0: Yeah, five months <laughs> off. The, it was basically like WrestleMania fast lane uh smackdown five months off and then a great run. And I don't I don't think I don't think that's the entire year. I think half the year uh Um,
1: well that's why i don't have osprey on the list i know a lot of people thought at the beginning of the year he was running away with it um but for me he's just kind of he's been off way too long (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was he was off and then like i'm sorry but who's seeing his matches in i don't even know where he's wrestling right now besides rev pro uh mlw coming soon baby yeah this is true yeah but like <laughs> i think we i think we narrowed it down i think those four will be the top three yeah matthew thinks
0: that kenny will win even though personally he would put otami at number one matthew doesn't really like my o- man matthew doesn't like omega um his reign and he thinks he's overrated uh, or at least the title reign is overrated um but but i think Matt i agree with matthew is that like Kenny is still, you know, they're doing the best business the company's ever done. Whether or not that is Omega, um, he the, is definitely, the Omega you know, he's definitely helping
1: that stuff. The Omega reigns a very weird reign to look at. And he's also about
0: to put over the next big star in the promotion. <laughs> to yeah,
1: well, the way they booked some of it was like clunky. Like yeah. you got, If you think about the title matches he's done, the match with Moxley where nothing worked was not great oh uh, the, the uh barbed wire death match yeah but his match with phoenix at the beginning of the year was awesome mm-hmm. for the title uh his his story with cassidy and pack made no sense but, that's, but that match was good but that's partly because
0: it was out of nowhere and then orange yeah. got injured or which Pac, is part of yeah which
1: no orange got injured which is part of the angle though like they didn't build the match up you know reasonably anyways they had a lot of other focuses uh you know he had other matches that i'm not thinking of off the top of my head please help me (laughs) Uh, i'm I'm looking up his title match history right now
0: he had the Uh, the um, his title reign we're just gonna look at 2021 yeah uh, he got Phoenix. He had the exploding, exploding barbed wire death match, which I would argue was good up until the ending. It was like, it was like, oh, we're doing pretty the, good.
1: Well, the ends was the type of thing where it's like, all right, we're knocking off a star. <laughs>
0: uh, he, we had Omega versus Rich Swan and Impact at Rebellion, which I that think was, was fun. That was, oh yeah, I really like that.
1: Match. Shit ton of belts. We have to remember that
0: too. Um, yeah, in AAA, he's also had decent matches as well against Phoenix, I believe, also Dragon Lee. Uh, he's about to have one with Vikingo and boy how trying to
1: deny on Andrade here, which was the- <laughs> Andrade was fine. Andrade was fine. Yeah, but, but oh, dude. Mm. Kenny Omega versus Vikingo. Oh yeah, good. Hopefully <laughs> we get to see it. <laughs> Put it in me. Weird. Put it in my veins. Uh, uh
0: yeah. Uh, but- the th- Omega yeah. three way of Cassidy and Pac, uh Omega good versus match. Jungle Boy, and Omega versus- match. Omega versus Christian Cage.
1: Good match. Well, I think both Matches with Christian Cage Or we're talking about I think the first one's better I, uh, but I, I, think I would The first one had a better atmosphere yeah. I don't know if like better Like the only thing that would hold
0: Shingo has had better matches But Shingo is not I don't... Shingo's
1: part of a New Japan That's having The worst business has had in years <laughs> So it's yeah. tough But he's had Tom... a great year
0: Otami I think is honestly I would put Otami up there as number 3 maybe against like i I would put i would put tommy over
1: roman honestly personal bias tommy's you know one but non-personal bias is gonna be kenny it's gonna be
0: kenny yeah and i i think i don't i don't blame anyone for voting kenny
1: he's had three he had three world titles yeah at one point Uh, i think he did a lot i think he had some good matches i loved his match with sammy callahan and impact I think a lot of people forget about that one at the yeah, anniversary. It was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. For like it was like an extremer extreme An extreme match that he doesn't usually do. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty good. Um Yeah, he's just had a weird reign. Yeah. It's just it's been, been really weird. weird. It's like uh, some people like to call it like the best one of the best reigns ever. I'm like, I don't know about that. And I think it's funny because I saw someone tweet this of how him and Roman's reigns kind of like kenny's got better as roman's got worse if that makes sense like up until the last danielson or cesaro i forget which one came for uh came last
0: uh-huh.
1: roman's reign i thought was great and then ever since then it's just kind of been nothing
0: yeah yeah it's and in, kenny's it's in hamster wheel has picked up yeah
1: so yeah it's interesting how that worked
0: but I appreciate the – we I should say we appreciate the question, Matt. Um, yes. Again, thank you. Uh, I don't know why we weren't given the que- the, the comment beforehand, Mr. Mis- previous Post, that makes me concerned of how many other previous posts, how many other people may be posting and we're missing. So I got to look into that uh, now. Yeah,
1: we might have just missed like, you know, A million questions. <laughs> we can probably pop questions. in and like send us stuff and we're like
0: – We just ignore it. That makes me so frustrated now because now I gotta look into that, and I don't know why it's like that. I mean, we're get according to the stream, we're getting, you know, the, it's getting fed out to Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, but uh, but for a reason, if we're not getting seen those messages, it makes me think now I gotta look them up live as the show's going on, which that's just more work. Or maybe I should get off of restream and use something else. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Hmm. Anyways, that's the end of the show. We appreciate the question here, Matt, but that's now the end of the show here, folks. <laughs> Unless there's other people who had questions. Keep spamming, spamming them in, I guess. No, um, we did have
1: questions for like years and we just missed them all.
0: Yeah, I apologize for that. Uh, plugs. Scotty. Plugs. Happy Halloween, of course, everybody. Hope you guys have a good, uh, safe Halloween. Um, if there's anyone listening to this that are trick-or-treating or they have kids and they're going out and trick-or-treating, of course. Be safe as always. Um... But we'll see how this next week of wrestling goes. I think.
1: I thought you wanted me to say goodbye. I thought you. I was prepping. I was prepping. I was prepping you for the sign off, bud. All right, match of the week: Brian Danielson versus Eddie Kingston. I thought the match was just fantastic. It's everything you want professional wrestling to be. You know, you have the drama, you have the physicality, you have the wrestling beauty that is this I, brian Danielson's run in aw is just like it's been amazing i don't know how long he can keep it up because it it's a lot to ask for um but but oof, I, I don't oof. think he cares i think he's been loving the entire
0: experience
1: yeah. yeah and he has so many more opponents which is so exciting uh so that's my match of the week it it just edged out sheeta versus deep which was my match of the week. I really enjoyed that match. I
0: thought it was outstanding. I, I Obviously, I, I think Kingston and uh, Danielson was better, but um, Sheeta and Dee, I think they told they told a great story. Um, I think that obviously they continued the story from their previous match. I like that Sheeta got the comeuppance and that she's moving on to the tournament. Just the, also the work in that match I thought was outstanding. Um so I, I I just think that Sheeta and Deeb are just putting in God's work. <laughs> like I like it was like it was great. I don't want to I don't, wanna, I, don't I don't want to like take away other re- female wrestlers in the company. But seeing this match reminded me of how great the female like the female division is in an AEW you know what I'm can saying be. yes how great it can be because this match they have they have a lot of female wrestlers and we all want to see their female wrestlers compete but and they do have a lot of female wrestlers that still need to get that experience under their belt but you have in this division deep sheeta people that can just go out there and have killing matches and like let's put those matches on let's while I th- we're putting those great and let's put on the dark instead of dark, having these job squash matches that aren't really teaching anybody except except getting camera training and crowd control training. It is. Let's get people facing each other. Let's get your thunder Rosa versus big swole. Let's get all these other matches. I know we're, I know Tony Khan wants to save matches, but I think when it comes to the women's division, we don't need to be saving matches. We need to be having matches that help make the women all of them better. You know, oh, yeah. it's we're not having a rising tide that's helping all ships when it comes to the women's division. We're having a bunch of individual pools that are getting filled up with more mm-hmm. water. That makes sense.
1: So, so when do you want to uh, talk about you you know before we just sign off your, your TBS championship bracket oh getting, shattered. getting <laughs> <Just> <laughs> absolutely shattered I thought about that when it happened I was like oh no <laughs> I had I had D go to the finals you had D whole. I, de- I did a D winning. god damn it I thought about it and then I was like you know what they'll probably do Jade and I wish you were right That's that's all I'll say I wish you were right but at the end of the day great match that's what this tournament's all about i think that's what you want in a tournament i can't wait for their third match presumably at full gear hopefully please maybe Maybe. yeah if deep
0: loses then potentially
1: well because the the tbs title mat uh the tbs tournament isn't happening there the final so or at least i don't think it is it's supposed to happen on the first episode is it not uh pay-per-view? yes, 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 yes. We talked about yeah So it yeah, so I'd I'd run back to even Sheeta on the pay-per-view. But that is it. Oh, you follow me at Scott E Wrestling on Twitter. I'm sorry for all the uh bits and pieces. You know, I did my whole Enzo shtick, I did my Braun Breaker shtick. Uh this is it. This is the last time
0: uh you can follow me on twitter at ryan Nightsey. you can figure out how to spell that or if you're watching the stream it is right here there 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 um <laughs> what a visual gag um you can follow me on twitter you get this merch if you want at count forward slash merch count forward slash merch Got a count thing. And maybe maybe Scotty and I can do some sort of like promo code where it's like you get 10% off the shirt and we'll throw in a ring post radio sticker as well. Yeah,
1: maybe someday you'll be able to get a ring post radio shirt.
0: That's the plan. The plan is that if we sell if we sell some stickers, then we can get start getting saving up money to get shirts for ringpost radio. And that's
1: Buy some the, damn stickers, people! <laughs> if
0: I get some st- it's it's that. And then we'll get mugs, and then we'll get caps, which which by the way, tease. Um, uh, no, no comment. The tease. Um. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Matthew Burrell had more questions for you, Matthew. But uh, we're gonna sign off the show here. Um. So, but we're gonna. I already wrote it down. I wrote down your question. We'll be talking about it next week as well, and we'll probably oh, talking yeah. about in more Observer Awards, obviously, as the year comes to a conclusion. And not only that, but the
1: count, the count out, uh, year end awards as well when it comes up. Uh, eventually, yeah. and we'll do the Ring Post Radio year end awards where me and Ryan completely disagree on everything. The Ring Post Radio award is just going to be giving Evil all of the trophies. No, and and Adam
0: Cole. There we go. We should have, exactly. we should. So, for the count out awards, I like maybe
1: we it. just call it the Evil Boom Award and that's the Wrestler of the Year award. The Evil Boomer Award. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. That could that could be taken very, very wrong.
0: For the countout year-end awards, I like having one specific award that is, um, like fun. Like last year was the lemonade award, which was like, who, which company, whatever made the the best out of a shitty situation. This year, maybe we do the overlike rover award. Where it's who is most over. <laughs> who is most over? We had nominate Evil. Adam
1: Cole. And it's all we only nominate people that are not over. Well, Adam Cole is over, but Adam Cole's over like rover, yeah. buddy. I don't know if you know this. Evil sells a shit ton of merch in Japan. So take
0: yeah. it back. Maybe we'll do the, the Ring Post Radio sponsored award over like Rover. Maybe that's what we'll do. And then we'll announce <laughs> it on the program
1: oh wonderful well there we go who's gonna win who's gonna win
0: the world (laughs) may never know we'll find out later uh thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode of ring post radio if you'd like what we heard of course you can watch us every single week on sunday live on twitch youtube facebook and twitter uh, you can also f- listen to us on audio platforms wherever you get audio uh, wherever you get audio uh, so <laughs> just, just, just wherever you get audio go to Apple Podcast, Spotify wherever Podcasts, you get, wherever you get you things? <laughs> we're there we're there in between the waves uh, are dumb bits um, so again thank you very much if you like what you heard we'll see you next week have a good one bye this has been a Count Out Podcast
1: Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is your Dose of Death podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things deathmatch wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future